Welcome to the Staying on Topic podcast. We're two ding-dongs who like talking about Star Wars sometimes. Yes, that's right. We are, in fact, ding-dongs, and we are about as authentic as a promise from Chancellor Palpatine. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are Staying on Topic. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Staying on Topic. We have Christian again with us. How's it going? Going well. It's going well. Welcome back. I feel like I said that last time too. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You didn't prepare a new statement? (laughs) Oh, Oh, no I didn't. But hi, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. As always. Now, just for our listeners out here, Staying on Topic, once again, is where we stay on topic on one discussion primarily. And we're going to actually leave off of last time we talked with Christian, which we barely talked about Star Wars, and I want to talk more about it. In fact, I want the whole episode to be about it. So, you up for it? I'm nodding. You can't see it, but <laughs> it's good to it's good to tell them. Yes, we have descriptive audio in this podcast. Yes, yes. very much so. <laughs> it means it's less yeah, less work for me to animate. Yeah, animate all of our reactions. <laughs> I just can't get this up and down. Gosh, I've watched all these tutorials and I still don't get it. Ugh. It's like, it, you know, it's just like, what more do you want from me? But it's like, eh, more Star Wars. You know, just more Star Wars. Because we didn't get time. that. Yeah. But kind of going back to what we talked about last time, you know, let's finish our thoughts about Last Jedi before we really get heated into our discussion here. Now, overall, do you like like it a lot better than you did when you first watched it? I just watched it a couple nights ago, actually. Oh, really? And I did On Netflix? Like yeah. No, I had the Blu-ray. Got to do physical. Oh, the Blu-ray? Lossless physical Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, I got it. Oh, good one. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> no, uh, Time to get serious. Yes. I watched it again, and I actually liked it a little bit better than yeah. how I had been. Same here. Like, I, I watched the score version only of the movie Ooh. where like no sound effects are here and also um where it's basically just only the music mm-hmm. and like it's kind of treated as like a silent film in that, a way. yeah that sounds kind of weird it i, I thought Literally, so <laughs> sounds kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> off to a hot start folks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like when i when i was watching it like it definitely had a different feel to it because I feel like a lot of people like they're like oh there's so much nonsense with like some of like the writing and stuff like that but like it really wasn't there though like it was just the music and the visuals you eliminate the writing and all of a sudden it's great (laughs) 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 i mean it's just like a kid sitting in his backyard with a bunch of spaceships going smashing them into each other yeah that's star wars yeah I, i was watching it again and it made me realize that okay, we're dealing with Luke Skywalker. A lot of fans hated what The Last Jedi did with him. But it makes me think because all the Skywalkers have had these issues with the dark side. Yeah, they're, uh, they're kind of an they've abusive always susceptible. Anakin. It's a family issue. <laughs> it is. And Luke's went there before. Mm-hmm. Like, he almost killed Vader on Return of the Jedi. You know what? You know what I think the problem is? It's Shimi, or the it's Shimi, Shimi, Anakin's Shmi? mother, Shmi, Shmi. That's what. I See, I just Shmi. think when you said Shmi last time, I was just thinking Shmi. of Smee from Captain <laughs> Hook, <laughs> Peter Pan. Smee, do something intelligent. I kept it. They walked the plank. 
But like when I, when I was watching it a couple months ago when it came out on digital and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I actually, my favorite part, oh, by the way, um, just in fact, you didn't know already, huge spoilers probably for the entire franchise yeah. here. So just Sorry. throwing that out right there. Yeah, so. we're too lazy to put a time code. So just, <laughs> you know. Spoiler Steve is taking a vacation. Just, so. just change <laughs> you hear the, the word yeah. Snoke and dead. Just cut out. <laughs> just cut out. <laughs> but anyways, so at the end of Last Jedi, I absolutely loved it with the duel with Kylo and Luke because it is the most pacifistic way of getting through to him. And that's kind of what the Jedi way was supposed to do. I agree. No violence, really. Like, he's just a projection. And, like, I know some people had an issue with that. I didn't. I loved that. I thought that was so cool. You know, but, like... It was a, it was a cool plot twist, because we've never seen it before. No, I didn't know. I didn't even suspect with the blue saber. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we just watched it get ripped in half, and, and all of a sudden, he's got it. I remember when I saw it with you in theaters, I remember the... I saw the footsteps on the salt. Like, I was like, wait a second. He's not... There's no red footsteps when he's walking. And I'm like, because like the hair you, thing. You caught that in theater? Yeah. Like, like the, the first viewing? Yeah. Like the hair thing, like that didn't like catch my attention. The lightsaber thing didn't catch my attention. However, the footsteps did. And I'm just like. Man, I must have just been fanboying so hard that I didn't even notice people's <laughs> footsteps. He was, Luke. <laughs> I, think someone made, I think someone made a joke about him putting on Just for Men behind me or something. <laughs> where he's like. He cut his hair and dyed his beard just for this? I mean, <laughs> he got clean up. This is his final appearance. Well, the, the reason why I didn't like really pay attention to him much is because that's how Kylo saw him when he last saw him, Luke. So I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he just, you know, styled himself up so he wouldn't be too, like, wait, who's this weirdo? Like a hobo? scare tactic. Yeah, basically. So I'm not going to beat up a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like, what do you want from me? Do you, do you want, do you want money from Cantobite? Like, I, I can, I can help you out. Just like, don't. It, it's, it's hey, okay. We're, we're a new empire, okay? We're, we're first order. <laughs> the new order. We have much more socialistic policies now. We want. It's all about bringing the, everybody up. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. Speaking of the title of like the first order or whatever, I heard rumors about the title for episode nine coming out. Yes. And I heard from some people it's called. The new, like the last hope, or like the new hope, apocalypse, and like I kind of like. You mean that. the new order? The new order. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, because it, it was kind of like, um, a little homage to like the first resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> apocalypse resurrection episode yes. nine, first order part two, <laughs> reloaded edition. Yes. <laughs> um, but like. I, I was kind of wondering, like, what would you guys, like, if you had, like, I, I know we know nothing, absolutely nothing about episode nine right now, but, like, if you could, what would you actually call it? Because, like, you know, you can, like... Not you, the last hope. The last hope. It's too... No. <laughs> it's too on the nose. It is, yeah. I think. Like, a new hope, the last hope. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now we're just last Jedi. Rolling my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just say last Jedi, last hope. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's got to be you, know, you change it up well here's an interesting thing I don't know if you've thought about this with the names of the movies but they also parallel each other in the that's, naming that's convention true. that is true the Phantom Menace three words mm-hmm. A New Hope three words The Force Awakens three words right The Empire Strikes Back four words Attack of the Clones four words and now it's kind of screwed up with The Last Jedi they kind of ruined the trend there mm-hmm. I Thanks do think lot, that Ryan was a conscious Johnson. 
I do. Th- <laughs> I think that was a conscious trend. <laughs> they could have called it Last of the Jedi. That's Last. what I would have called it. Because that, that'd be yeah. plural then. So, like, the Last of the Jedi it could be both Ray and Luke. Right. So, it's like, you know, it's not right. like the Last Jedi. It's like, oh, it's only singular. So, like, who is There's it? a big thing about Jedi being plural already. Yeah. Or it can be both pure, plural and singular. Yep. The word People, Je- I don't say Jedi's. I don't like think the anybody, Jedi's went to battle. I don't think anybody's See, ever said I, like I that. I just call them Jed guys. Those Jed, Jed guys. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. There's women yeah, Jedi, I dude. Come that's on. That's right. That's right. That's not very inclusive. <laughs> yeah. I, a new order sounds kind of good. Yeah. I, I kind of dig it. I think it sounds but pretty rad. I'd still want it to follow. go back to following the naming trend. See, like I never Revenge even, of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Balance of the Force, maybe? See, like, if we go at that point, if we keep on doing that, like, are we going to do that same thing, like, the next trilogy no, coming no, no. out? It like, would only be for the Skywalker 9 film saga. Okay. That that makes a yeah. little bit more sense, yep. I guess. Um, but, like, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, what, what would you say is the weakest name? I'm just going to say right now, I think Phantom Menace. Like, Where's the ghost? I like I the Phantom no Menace, ghosts. though. <laughs> I'm talking about the title of the movie, not the movie itself. I know, I, not the mo- I know the title. I like the title. Yeah. Because it, well. I would say Attack of the Clones first, is the weakest. Oh, I, yeah. I mean. No, weakest, weakest name. Because Phantom Menace still sounds movie. intriguing because it's like, ooh. It's yeah. a Phantom Menace. Like, who's the Phantom Menace? Yeah. I'm the still Sith. wondering. <laughs> I'm still wondering that to this it's day. It's the Sith. Yeah. It's Sidious. Everything else has kind of a cool, uh, mysterious vibe to it. Attack of the mm-hmm. Clones is like. It's just kind of, yeah. It's just there. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, like when I, I remember like when the first trailer came out and like, you know, when it was like being promoted for episode one, you know, that's literally all I can think of was like, how does this, because like, you know, the other old Star Wars movies, it's like, you know, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, it's there in the title, like, you know, it relates to the movie, you know, but like with Phantom Menace, it's like you said, full of mystery and you're like, what are they talking about? What, what's going on here, Lucas? What, what, what are you doing? I think you have to read into it a little more. It's not like... <laughs> mm-hmm. As direct, yeah, you know, I think the weakest title might actually be the Last Jedi. Hmm. I and it's not because I. It is again. It just I don't sounds, hate it the sounds movie. ominous, though. It, it yeah. does, but I'm so stuck on that naming thing. It yeah. seems so trivial, but uh, it just breaks the symmetry to me. Yeah, but maybe we'll, that was the point. Oh, well, trying to break I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something familiar. <laughs> the second movie in a trilogy is not the place to start trying new things. <laughs> well, I, Empire Strikes Back. Hey, there you go. It's kind of... Well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the greatest one out of all of them, just saying. So. Yeah, but it didn't eschew all the thread lines laid down in the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Narrative. All right. Anyway, I know I know we call this staying on topic now, but to steer steer off topic a little bit, yeah. See what I did to, there to change Ooh. subjects. Yes, is I, that what you're? It's at? still related to Star Wars, but notice how like you know a lot of people are saying like you know the Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie, right? I think it's pretty much all agreed on, upon, but like the community mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's good. Yeah, I'm one of those people who's not. No, like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not talking about you guys guy. specifically. I'm like right. the, community, the community. Like Star says it's the best one. So. Have you noticed, like, whenever, like, new, like, movies come out from, like, different franchises, they're saying, oh, it's the empire of this yeah. series. I'm like, I hate that. Because, like, it's like, <laughs> like, oh, wait, so there's Jedis in here? There's, you know, like, right. you know, it's like, like, no. like It's the same thing with, like, when a new game comes out and they're like, oh, it's going to be the Halo killer. 
It's like, like it's the <laughs> yes. standard for yeah. sequels. Yeah, like I just like I I, I just think it's like Even a funny. Halo's been dead for years. Yeah, very very unfortunately. Much so. <laughs> but like I feel like um you know that that tagline with like the empire of this saga. It's like no, don't don't do that. That's like you know it's trying. I know that's like a- advertising thing because like a lot of people hold Empire mm-hmm. dear to heart and stuff like that. And you know that's obviously a ploy to get them to go see the movie and stuff. So it's kind of like. All right, we need a new one of that. It's now. set an industry standard for being the dark, gritty middle chapter. Mm-hmm. Two and, towers, and, and most of the time, like the second movie, usually isn't like the best one out of a trilogy. Usually, it's mostly like the third mm-hmm. or the first. Most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like Empire, in my opinion, and apparently a lot of the community thinks that like. This is like one of those rare exceptions, basically. Right. But um, it makes me think of Desolation of Smaug. A little going, a little off topic, but the second second movie <laughs> in the trilogy. Yeah. It's a little lackluster I, in its I, pacing and everything. I but. like Two Towers from Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, for that's me, that's a good one. For Helm's me, Deep is one of the best oh, yeah. battles. Oh yeah. Period. Far down. <laughs> and the Red Dawn. Boom. Oh, just gives you chills, Boom. Gandalf. How can men fight against such reckless hate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just. Did you uh, drink before we went to battle? So yeah. it begins. <laughs> I'm not saying like you know Twin Towers was bad at all. I love Twin Towers. I'm just saying like. Well, you that's know, what it's sounding like, Brandon. Inc- so yeah. <sighs> This is great. <laughs> anyway, steering back right, to Star Wars. Right. This is staying not on bad. topic, not going off topic. Um, <laughs> this is going to be hard. You can tell thought. we're really bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about spinoffs coming into recently? I know we've had one so far. Um, oh, Solo was really good. I was surprised. Solo was very, very good. I was surprised because I actually came into it like not wanting to like this movie because mm-hmm. of the... Um, the production hell that went through and stuff like that and like the troubles it had on set changing of directors you know like the whole stuff mm-hmm. with like you know Reshoots. the studio yep like i was thinking like oh, this is just gonna be a disaster like this is gonna be bad from the get-go but like i still wanted to see it because i still wanted to give it a chance but like after when i saw it i was like this was fun like this was actually a really a fun, fun classic movie. star wars movie yeah like you know were there faults yeah but I still liked it, though. Like, I, I, I would actually own it. Like, I'm just going to say it right now. I thought Alden was fantastic. Who? As Han, the, oh, oh. the main actor. Yeah. I, a lot of people had doubts about him, and there was all this stuff in the news about him needing an acting coach. Oh, wait, to, really? For the Harrison Ford, like, sort of <laughs> well, we mannerisms. Hired, we, I mean, we hired an acting coach for the show, and yeah. we can how see how well out. that's working out for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you see it, Chris? No, I didn't see it. In fact, I'm actually on the opposite end of the spectrum. I, I did not want solo. I, I've, I know your stance on it, Christian, mm-hmm. and I respect your That's stance. Fine. I really That's do. Fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those vocal haters who get really annoying. But I definitely am not a fan of the spinoffs at all. I mm-hmm. think it cheapens the Star Wars experience when it becomes a Call of Duty every year. Or a Madden every well, year. Here's actually, I hear what you're saying. Star Wars. I actually wanted to talk about mm-hmm. that, and I think Solo's um, story didn't need to be told. I think oh, everything. No, it, w- it's not necessary. I would have. I would have been okay with it if it was from Lando's perspective, okay. because Lando's a character we haven't thoroughly explored. Mm-hmm. My problem with Solo, and I didn't see it, so I, 
I realize that I do have a little bit of a well. Who cares what you? Who cares what you think? Yeah, but we're not authentic <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> but I have heard it's really good, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know, hey, that I'm I'm gonna turn. I'm glad it turned out okay. Yeah. Uh, but I I personally felt like everything I needed to know about Han, I I saw. Oh yeah, like like there wasn't. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking about it from. You know, because we, we, you know, we're all film people here. Right. From that standpoint, it's what character arc did did Han need? He was all he was already this rash, you know, aggressive guy. Yeah. And we saw him become more respectable and a leader in the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really need to see him stay the the cocky guy. Yeah, I mean, like the the whole the whole point was to like the whole movie in itself was basically talking about even though I, the the one thing that drove me crazy and I think you'll know Christian the name mm. that was the worst <laughs> part of the whole movie yeah it didn't you, you, bother me well, that I'm much, not I'm not going to spoil it for you cuz I I want you to react to it but like they reveal his name like they reveal how, how he we, yeah. got his name and like it's not good it's but yeah. but yeah I, I, don't I mean you can spoil it for me it's honestly I'm okay <laughs> so he gets separated from <laughs> from this girl. I, I it's been since May since I seen it. Kira is that um, the girl who who's Daenerys Stormborn? Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, she she was actually really good in this movie. Yeah, I forget mm-hmm. the actress's name. Yeah, uh, Amelia Clark. That's yeah. right. That's right. I'm not a fanboy. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you had that ready to go. That's Amelia uh, Amelia Clark. So. Yeah, exactly. Push up my glasses. Um, <laughs> so like he gets separated from her, and he the only reason that um that he did was because some of the um gangs were like trying to like chase after them and stuff like that and they caught her but not him so the only way to save his back is to join the empire in war and stuff like that and save her solo actually that's not how it went <laughs> okay. if it did i would have walked out no. he, was, he was like this this imperial officer is like name he's like i don't got a name you know like being edgy and stuff it's like it's like do you have any do you have any family no it's like I'm like oh great, I know what to call you. Oh, you drift solo. <laughs> He's like, who are your people? Who are your people? Oh yeah, I don't have no people. I don't have any people. I'm just me. <laughs> he says Han Solo, <laughs> and he gives him the name. He gives him the name Han Solo, and he runs with it. Yeah, that was like. Are you sure you're not a new Dungeons and Dragons player? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not from here. I'm kind of a loner. Oh man, no. I'm not used yeah. to being with people. But there, there are some like, <laughs> like that was like my my biggest gripe was really that that part. But gotcha. like sure. over overall though, like I I still liked it because it just it was I didn't want to. I like it because it wasn't about like I didn't like it because like it was just because of Han Solo. I liked it because it was a fun adventure movie basically. Like, you know, if you can like if you take anything Star Wars out related or whatever, like it would still be a fun movie regardless. Like that's the way I saw it. Um but yeah, so like when you were saying like spin-offs and stuff of that, obviously you saw Rogue One then. I did see Rogue One and I he hated I, it. I wasn't really a fan of <laughs> Yeah, I really wasn't a fan of Rogue One too. Maybe I I think you're a character person. I, like, I am a character person, and I didn't relate to that anybody. Movie's character. Oh my! I know exactly what you're saying. It, Jin it is very not hollow. an engaging character. I would say mm-hmm. it, it had a hollow feel to it, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of. I I I think the color correction of it was kind of off too. Mm-hmm. It felt like a little washed out. Right. So when I I actually have a little bit of different opinion. So I I don't love it. 
I like it once again. Well, yeah. But here's the thing. I went into this movie completely blind. I didn't see any trailers. I didn't see any posters. I was basically a virgin when it came to that. Like I wanted to go in this movie completely like untouched from any like, you know, promotion, whatever. So when I went into it, what? I'm sorry. You said you wanted to be a virgin about it and you went in untouched. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Anyway, continue, sir. <laughs> oh, so, boy. So basically the thing was when I saw it like that, it was a totally different. <laughs> you okay, Chris? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, do we do we need to take a five? Was <laughs> Christian laughing that had me going? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, but like I, I fit. Yeah, your composure. Good. You good? Like, when I saw it, like, it was basically just, you know, a really good romp. And I didn't know that they had that space battle in there. Like, I just thought it was only going to be, like, you know, on this planet or whatever. Like, when I was watching the movie and the stuff. The second half is definitely better than yes. the first half. The scene where the rebel fleet flies in, that was so yeah. awesome. Also, yeah. what was up with that tentacle monster? Like, I, I just, like, Force Awakens had one, and then Rogue One had one. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be a trend, is it? <laughs> well, to be, to, to be and... fair, there was the Sarlacc in mm-hmm. uh, uh, okay. Return of the Jedi. One. So they, well, I mean, they have the Sarlacc, and then... Um, well, okay, hold on, hold it's on. Following the the Sarlacc. Then they have the, the, the Yeti monster in uh, tentacles? Empire Strikes. What I'm getting at is, is they have, like, those, like, kind creatures. of creatures to illustrate that this is a big okay. universe or right, right. a different... Okay, so l- let, me, let me go into this then. Those executions of those monsters are appropriate, but then when you got Rogue One's tentacle monster, whatever, it was it very really sexual, that very was sexual. Of, yeah, <laughs> like that I was, was like, gross. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what is this guy doing? Oh, gullet! <laughs> and like, you just see his eyes like roll back, like, Ugh. I'm like, yeah. like, I don't like this. <laughs> that scene, that sequence. <laughs> um, but I did like how. James Earl Jones came back as Darth mm-hmm. Vader, like that the voice cool. of him, you know, because like they could have easily gotten somebody else. Like I'm sure somebody else down the line, like some interns, like, oh, I like Darth Vader. Like, oh yeah, you can voice him. You know, whatever. Oh, this man. is just a spinoff. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do a good Darth Vader impersonation when you're given like some kind of audio synthesizer anyway. PVC pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking to this PVC pipe. But in terms of the whole like spinoff. Mm-hmm. And him thinking that they're just ancillary or not needed. He was pointing at me. Yeah, I'm pointing at him with my index finger. <laughs> Animate that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it you said earlier when we started this discussion about the spinoffs? So I just, I really, I'm, I'm worried about it becoming like a Call of Duty thing, where it's like yes, every year. That's thing. what I want to talk about. Mm. That's the problem. That what Disney's doing to Star Wars yep. is they've annualized it. They're yep. making it into a they Marvel had, franchise rather than yep. its own franchise. Yep. When Attack of the Clones came out, we had three years until Revenge of the Sith came out. Yeah, we it talked about that last an, episode. Yeah. We were like, you know, it became like an event when a Star yes. Wars movie came out, not now just like every year kind of thing. They're wringing the cloth dry yep. in mm-hmm. a way, which and is why we had this rumor about the whole them canceling the spinoffs but I that was debunked i wouldn't cancel the spinoffs i would just have you have to space them out. putting them on hold they need to slow the pace down a little space bit space them out space them out space <laughs> them out yeah well you have what the force awakens 2015 
Rogue One, 2016, The Last Jedi, 2017, mm-hmm. this year, Solo, like yeah. five months Al- apart. Also, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about too, is that I feel like performance box office-wise, the reason why it didn't do so well was because Solo didn't come out in December, because well, we just saw Last they Jedi. They didn't advertise it well. I think no. that they mm-hmm. they knew that they were competing with Infinity War and all kinds of other... Deadpool. They were, com- they were too I confident with themselves. Dis- I, th- I think it's the opposite. I think Disney was not confident in Solo. I, think I, it, I agree. I think they were like, they were just trying let's to just get this it. out there, see if we can recruit some of our... You know, they. I think they were and anticipating actually, a hit. Yeah. yeah. Well, like not I, not a hit like in a good thing. Right. A hit well, like uh, imagine this like gut you, punch in May alone. You had um event. Oh, I'm sorry, Avengers came out in April. Yeah, late mistake. April. It's basically May. Mm-hmm. So you had in a, a month, two month span there. You had Avengers: Infinity War. Then you got Solo. That's like two Disney movies right there. And I'm sure there's another Disney movie I can't think of, but probably came out during that time. Like, I would say Deadpool too, but that was still Fox at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like that's so many. Wasn't Black Panther too? That's February. 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 Okay, that's right. So yeah, yeah. Um, but like you have like the same studio with all these movies. I know we're getting into the topic of you know the buyout or whatever. But like you know, it's kind of like oh, it's just one studio with all these movies. It's basically like competing it with itself and it's, cannibalizing it, it, its sales. Yeah, you know? that's a whole other show. But yeah, it I, is. I, I, I and I'd love to talk it, about that. I don't that. think it's a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. The 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 only thing is like. It, it hurts me because it's a whole nother spiel about like, you know, controlling the market and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, there's, that's why I like healthy competition in the mm-hmm. market. Let me emphasize that only the market, <laughs> but like, you know, but when you have something where it, you have a company that controls like, you know, you know, more than half of like the, the market itself, it's like, okay, then creativity is going to be less now. And like, you know, we're going to get terrible stuff and like control and it's just a whole mess. But we get Fantastic Four and X Men. Hey. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I, I, That's I am. I'm, I'm I actually am. happy about that. I am, but I'm not at the same time. But um, it's just like with Solo. On the other hand, like you know, obviously they required Star Wars back in 2012, right? Was mm-hmm. it was around then? Yeah. Um. So like they've had it for a while now. But the thing is, it's like you know they're gonna keep coming more and more out with this stuff every single year because they're trying to like you know put it out there. But it just becomes muddled, and it will become messy later. It's really interesting. In terms of the films, they got it going. They got this train moving. They keep mm. releasing them every year. Yeah. They're holding off now because of Solo and its financial performance. But in the gaming arena, they're struggling. Oh, yeah. We've That's got right. two major games. Well, you got the mobile games, but those aren't AAA titles. You got basically two AAA titles out. And a bunch of Battlefront. Games, yeah. In Battlefront 2. Give us KOTOR 3 for crying for cr- out loud. Exactly. That's, that's Obsidian. They're that's working. Obsidian Entertainment. Yeah. That did that. But I don't think they have the rights to do it anymore. anymore. I'm just, Bioware did the original. I'm not even talking no. Disney. I'm giving an open shout out. Give us KOTOR 3. I don't care who it is at this point. Give right. us KOTOR 3. <laughs> well, okay, maybe not Well, EA, they made the Old EA. Republic, you, which was a great... Do you great... want them to rush it, Chris, and do a terrible job? The Old Republic was a great MMO. I've, it's I essentially... Love, I, it's one of the best games I've ever played, it's the original good. KOTOR. It is. It's yeah. very good. I I've, like the second one better. I've personally. never played it. The second one is good in its own way, too. I mean, it, it was... The second played. one was definitely more polarizing because it was a, it was different, but there was a lot of good oh, in it, too. There's I would such agree. good dialogue. Yeah, Kreia is. It was great, much. Kreia is such a oh, such a great character. I bet I've, I've 
I've had no exposure to whatsoever. Oh man! And HK47 is one of my mm. all-time favorite characters. I think he's actually in the video game character debate. I, I put HK47 mm-hmm. in there, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna have to research him then. You never uh, for being a moderator. The, so. the, the killer robot. <laughs> he's never played Knights of the, of the Old Republic. Nope. Can you believe this? Yeah. Well, when it came out, I didn't have an Xbox back then, so like my exposure to it was limited somewhat, and. I mean, now I don't have an excuse because it's on every platform ever now. You know, that's so. true. It's on your phone. No excuses. You can get it on your phone now. Do you I really want to play on my phone though? No, Probably you don't. Not. <laughs> no, you can get it on your Xbox One. Yeah, it's I know. Backward compatible. Ten bucks. I, I almost got it like the other month because of that. You know, Xbox One compatible. It's like thing. a true RPG too with decisions. That's and, that's and well, good, karma, bad. And, I mean, it's light side, light I, that's side. what I love in a game. That's like my favorite type of game is a mm-hmm. good, bad system. And it's and got an a good twist in it too. Yeah, it does. It's a great. It's a fan. It's I'll, one of the greatest twists of any game I've ever played. I'll have to check it out. They should make it canon. I. That's is what it? so many Star is Wars it? fans are calling for. Is no, it's not it canon. canon. It's it's uh, or, part of legends. Or making movies about that time period or that exact. That would be cool if Ryan situation. Johnson's trilogy did that. See, I yeah. can't wait to see what he's gonna do. Like I, because like you know, a lot of people are like criticizing him now and whatever. But like, if he's got like a whole blank. new blanket to work on like you know he's got nothing processing like it's just bam it's his own thing exactly like I feel like he can be really creative with it because the Mm -hmm. stuff I've seen from Last Jedi like I'm like if it wasn't with the Skywalkers or whatever like this would be like a pretty good movie yeah (laughs) I mean I I I did enjoy um, Last Jedi but as I expressed in the other episode, mm-hmm. I really have some concerns about how they're going to wrap all this up. Right. Oh, I absolutely. mean, they're saying it's going to be huge or whatever, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's how, how huge is it going to be? Cause most people have died. <laughs> yeah. It's and it just kind of plot wise. I, I liked the cat and mouse aspect of return of the Jedi where, you know, the, there it's like there, the, the big ship is after, uh, you know, the last little uh, bit of the resistance, and right. it's just this slow creep on that them. Mirror's Empire. Yeah, I, mm. I love that. They're chasing the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but it feels like it feels like we needed like a couple more advances and plot points to mm-hmm. help mm. set the third one up. That's better. why we need to take time with these movies and yeah. not rush it out every exactly. year. Exactly. I mean, not, I know this movie was being made since 2015, mm. but like, it's still, it's like we need more time. Have a plan. The other thing I was thinking about. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily feel really attached to anybody in in the newer saga, and what what I'm thinking the reason is because of that is I think that the Star Wars of this generation is different from the prequels and the original because through the through the perception of what TV series has done to people. Oh yeah, we what? are so used to watching things like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, where Complex we have characters. seasons to build characters and get attached to characters and find and understand them. And movies I think have suffered as a result Mm -hmm. because they get so much less time. Exactly. We're we're in the golden age of television right now. We are. We really are. Ever since the late two thousands to right now, like TV has never been better. And this is coming from a guy who doesn't really watch TV that much. And like with all these series that have come out, you know, you have really complex characters. You have a lot of like, you know, intricate decisions that make throughout you know weeks on end like with yes. every episode and stuff like you know with a two hour three hour movie depending on what it is like you know you only have so much to do so like it's a different kind of like medium i guess so it's like yeah. hard to work with so 
Well, I, I appreciate the characters, and, you know, I still try to watch it and, and take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I worry that the character development isn't there. No. And, and we're yeah. going to get to this episode three. Ray and barely it's developed. Yeah, I mean... What, she was barely trained. The I thing mean. that changed about Ray in, in episode two of this, or episode eight... Is she has slightly darker gray clothes on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really the like, oh, she's on the middle. And Don't know if she's gonna that's go why I dark was side. thinking we were going for gray Jedi right. was they were doing the black swan thing where it's didn't. like the wardrobe gets progressively mm-hmm. darker yeah. as the show goes right. on. And that's why I was thinking what's going on. It's like, okay, she was wearing all white in the first one. Now she's got a little bit of gray, and then the next one's going to be straight up black or well, something. Well, Luke was that way in Return of the Jedi. That's he had that sweet looking yeah. black tunic yep. on. Well, wasn't. I'm trying to go from memory here. Like, did did Luke wear like a grayish kind of outfit when he was fighting Darth Vader at the uh, Cloud City? I at Bespin? so. Because like I feel like it wasn't pure maybe, white maybe like in the first no, movie. Because I, I feel like it was grayish. I can't believe I can't remember it. <gasps> Christian. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was it was a gray. You're right. No, I just yeah. I just saw so it in my it's head. Kind of, no, it's a gray. So and then it went to pure black in Return of the Jedi. Yes, yeah, so, yep. with yep. like a brown, like with like a brown poncho when he was in Endor. <laughs> I you know I I was I was kind of thinking when you said um, this generation of Star Wars, I, I was that led me to a thought here. So the age that we I feel like there's like different ages of audience when it comes to Star Wars. So you have the first generation and that's people who saw the first the 80s trilogy. Kids. Well, not not even the 80s kids. I'm talking about like, you know, since 70s. And like they've gone from 70s to 80s and like it's the people who saw it in theaters, like they saw it as a movie and like it changed, you know, pretty much the way they saw movies basically. Then you have from the late 80s to the late 90s. Now, I feel like this is an important generation for Star Wars because that's when home video came around. And you can watch it whenever it's you when want, as how many, much time you want. Too, when exactly. blockbusters really became a big thing, high concept uh, films. Exactly. Because like, from that point, you can rewind, you can fast forward, you can you know pause. Like You couldn't do that in the movie theater. So like, you have a lot more people that were more like you know invested into it now and then you during that time like even more so i mean yeah there was like the toy market back then but like when it came to late 80s and you know to late 90s era like literally that's all an importance of was 90s might have been the best time for pop culture in terms of like toys and action figures and cartoons and like i was saying high concept films and Mm -hmm stuff that really appealed to children because yeah. i remember growing up in the 90s and it's like everybody had star wars toys mm-hmm. right pokemon was a big thing pokemon and toys pokemon cards oh yeah you know ninja turtle stuff gi joes i mean batman <laughs> yeah. spider-man and they had shows and they had merch like they definitely hit that stuff hard and today it's not the merch isn't as big of a deal it's, it's more digital. the merch has become digital you're right yeah um but then like after that era then you have the age of the prequels from the from 1999 till I'd say probably late I mean early 2010s I guess you could say from that era you had you know people who basically watched the prequels and then like had like a whole nother view of Star Wars at that point and now after that's happened now we're in the age from 2015 till today and then whenever this Star Wars spree ends, I guess you can say, which is never. probably never. <laughs> so, like, my, my, the, what, I, what I'm getting at here is like each generation that has watched Star Wars has a different view on it. You know, we have our own views of through, watching it through different societal lenses. Exactly. So, like, mm-hmm. from our view, we were at, I'd say, is honestly the golden age because we were able to see it at a different point, you know. Um, but, like, 
the kids and teens that are watching it now with these new movies, like they have a whole nother view of this series than mm-hmm. we do. Like I like I'm pretty sure like some of my cousins have watched this. Like they absolutely love it. They think it's amazing. Yeah, you know, so it's like, you know Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I, I get a little annoyed um hearing older fans kind of taking a dump on the younger fans exactly. for, for liking I want to get into that too. Yeah, I, that's a whole another chapter too. Mm-hmm. It just seems why why is your experience more valid and superior. important and superior than their experience? The, well, yeah. Well, I was going to say devil's advocate here. Um I think the reason why they think that, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think the way they think that is because Star Wars was very special to them at their time. They saw exactly. it when it and first it, came out. But it's not theirs. And, like, well, and, and, I understand why, that. and why can't I know. it be I'm special just saying, like, to these view. kids? You know, yeah. that's the, exactly. And like they, you know, like you know, they're changing my childhood. I was like, you still have that in your memory. You still have those. The times. original trilogy has it's not, not been the erased. Holy Trinity. Well, it's not disappeared. Well, it has altered though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the thing about I'm just being funny. The era of the '90s, <laughs> after Return of the Jedi came out. You had this era where there was nothing. It was just books and extended media. Yeah. I think those things gave these people, these original Star Wars fans, this mindset, this vision of what Star Wars was compared to the original trilogy. Right. And when they found out George Lucas was going to make these prequel films, they they already had ideas of what they wanted it to be. Yeah, exactly. So then George Lucas comes out with a prequel and is like, this is nothing what I imagine. This is nothing like the extended universe. Jar Jar, what? It's like, <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, I don't think the original trilogy is the holy trinity of Star Wars. I like the prequels and the original trilogy. I don't take a dump on the original trilogy. Right, yeah. There's there's things about the sequel trilogy I don't like. I don't like how it's not very original in its designs. Wait, are you talking about the... The sequel. Oh, sequel. Okay, uh, yeah. so, so seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Okay, just it's wanted too, to make sure. <laughs> it's too similar to the original trilogy because Disney, I feel like they felt that the prequel trilogy was a poisonous area of Star Wars to delve into because of the hatred towards it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we want to get these fans back in. We want to go back and appeal to the original fans. So we want to base all, all of our designs and everything off right. of the OT. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's part of the problem is you try to appeal to these original people, and the reality is, is nothing it, no is ever one's going be, to please them no, anyway. The, the you most, can't please everybody. Yeah, the the one audience member that will complain the most about Star Wars movies are st- hardcore Star Wars fans. Like, there's no yeah. one that hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. <laughs> exactly, it's a great saying. It's Absolutely, like, it's know, not my original saying, but <laughs> I've, I've heard it before too, and, and yeah. I completely agree with it. And like, it, it it's funny because like they high, highly criticized George Lucas for this. And, like, you he know... He brought this to you guys. Right. He did, yeah. And they're acting, and like, ungrateful. I'm, I'm not going to say he's perfect either, but, like, you know, right. he's human. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, are there flaws? Yeah, of course there are. But, like, you know, he's still... He and honestly, was passionate it, about everything about it's it. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't right. in this position. No one can like, do anything right with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. He he made he made the original trilogy, and then you had people saying, "Well, we want more." And it's like, "Okay, right. well, I'm working on something, and I'm going to release something." And then he gives you the prequels. It's like, "Well, no, we wanted." That he literally gets different. ran out of Hollywood for it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, what you guys said you wanted more. Like this was me just trying to do that, trying and to bring. It was his, he did what he wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. he didn't care what the fans wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost do think he did some of it just to spite the fans. 
almost. Well, they make it like really easy for him. Like with the Return of the Jedi him. with the yep. no when yeah. he throws Palpatine <laughs> down. Oh no, it's it's funny because like oh, if you watch like that. if you watch Attack of the Clones, you know you see Jar Jar come back. You know this is after the um, criticisms that you know he was in it too much. You know whatever. Right. Like, like yeah, he's gonna be briefly in it, but like when he says like Annie, it's so good to see you, whatever, and like then he walks off. He does this thing. If you watch it, it's hilarious. He actually looks at the camera and does a smug smile. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm just like, I never noticed it until like a while ago. And I'm like, well, George, you little. <laughs> Jar Jar is an important character. He gives Palpatine the emergency powers. He holds the vote. Jar Jar is the key to all of this. <laughs> I was never, I was never a Jar Jar hater. I was I either. Went, I, Jar Jar appeared when I was a kid. When Phantom Menace came so, out, when I and so similar to the kids who are experiencing Star Wars for the first time now, mm-hmm. I got to experience the prequels in theaters as a kid. Yep, same. And so Jar Jar as a from a kid's lens is not this horrible character. I can see as an adult no. where it's like, okay, he's a little bit annoying. But yeah. but even that is that's what it is. He's just a little bit annoying. I think that if you you try to make him people overblow how Absolutely. bad of a character he yeah, is. There's he's real easy to ignore. He I mean he is. he's one of those he, things where it's like, it's just a like, quirky, zany character. Who cares? It's yeah. like so what? There's a fart joke. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> It's like <laughs> and if you can't laugh at a fart joke, then I You're don't not know. Human. You are exactly You're some kind of psycho. Peusa. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, um, like I there was a time where I actually really did not like Jar Jar for a while, and like I took a break from like watching the prequels for a little while. But, like, but then when I got back into it, I have a definitely a different view of him now. Like I. I'm kind of same boat with you, Chris. Like I don't, I don't outright hate him. Like I, I don't. Like, like I remember, like as a kid, like I really didn't think he was like that funny. But like I didn't like just, hate him. He's just though. a wimpy, right. zany he's just character. There. Yeah. yeah. But like you know, now it, I kind of have that same thought. Now, now it's just kind of like, oh, he, he's there. Do I like him? Mm, eh, he's he just doesn't there. ruin Star Wars. No, yeah. There's, there's just other crazy, characters who do that. And, crazy hyperbole about yeah, him it's ridiculous. <laughs> You know, I think it's funny that George says that his favorite character is Jar Jar. <laughs> I don't know. I think that he does it out of spite. Like he said, I don't, like I, I'm wondering he's too. Fine, he's fine to do that. It's like, like what about what about Han? No. What about no. what about uh, Luke? No. Jar Jar is the key. <laughs> that quote. I love that because like it, it's from a that. Where we get that from, Chris, it's from a behind-the-scenes footage of Star Wars Episode One, like, behind-the-scenes, whatever. And, like, George is going through all these storyboards and stuff, and there's this moment where, like, it cuts to a storyboard drawing of Jar Jar holding one of those, like, weird blue balls. <laughs> the, the, the electro balls yeah, yes, or something. Yes, the electric Man, blue balls. Man, was this the unrated edition? Yeah. <laughs> He's holding it in his hands, and you just hear George off-screen. Jar Jar's the key to all of this, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, there's that whole the whole joke that Jar Jar is actually the evil the Sith, Sith Lord. Lord." Yeah, that would have been so cool. Though. That actually would have been pretty. It would have been the opposite of Yoda. <laughs> I, I don't know about I, that. I, I, he would have been, been the okay dark Yoda because it kind of reminds me of the Naruto, uh, like uh, uh, when they had the a spot. I think is I'm I'm messing this up. I've or never Akatsuki. watched. I can't. Yeah. Help I know people you. are gonna be we'll, we'll chiming in and they're gonna be like, "You've totally messed it up." But they had this <laughs> one guy who's like the main bad guy 
but he's disguised as this really wimpy kind of exactly. weak pathetic mm-hmm. weird voice dude and then he then you find out he's oh this is the dude this is mm-hmm. the, the the guy yeah and so that would actually be really fun and fresh and kind of cool that it's like jar jar was this zany guy an over the top zany and then it's like exactly you know it would have been a parallel to yoda in the ot mm-hmm. i remember yeah you know, it's funny you say that because I remember when my my dad would tell me this. Like, he saw Empire when it came out back in 1980. And I remember he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I remember when Yoda came on screen. I'm like, who's this doofus? Get him yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, Where's Yoda? No one, no one expected Yoda. it. And then, like, when he when he realized, like, you know, like, oh, wait, this is actually the dude. And, like, you know, it, it, he just thought he was so cool and stuff. And, like, I just thought it was funny. Like, he actually had that thought, like, when he saw the movie back then. He's like, like get him out of here he's like some weird muppet whatever <laughs> yeah i think jar jar was gonna be no that's the theory anyway that he was the dark side version of yoda where it's like this totally unassuming goofy character who is revealed to be the sinister mastermind mm-hmm. but it didn't pan out that way and as we know yeah, and it's great seeing the theories, and it's great seeing the posters where somebody draws oh, a picture man. of Jar Jar in the <laughs> promotional poster. Guys, like, he's in the back. It's he, like it's some kind of Illuminati. And the tagline is "He's the key to all." Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like he's the villain. He's Plagueis in Episode Nine. You know, it's funny that you say the poster thing or whatever. Like, I remember when Cloverfield came out. Like, everyone was like speculating so much in that movie. Like, on the poster, something. Like, Guys, he's in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I remember, like, many YouTube videos when that movie came out. Because, like, I remember, like, yeah, I'm going off topic, whatever. Um, but, like, nobody, like, knew what this movie was about and stuff. And, like, you know, people were just, like, drawing and stuff. Like, now I can see that with, like, with Jar Jar being, like, in The Force Awakens, like, poster or whatever. It's like, guys, the outline of the lightsaber, he's there. Well, I think talking about Jar Jar is actually a good segment into the kind of, this is a little more behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I really have a serious issue with the bullying that's yeah. been going on. With, it, oh, yeah. It's really disrespectful. Oh, yeah. All of the actors it's incredible. from out the, throughout all of Star Wars. Like, like how many? Luke Hamill. Or, no, Luke, Luke Hamill. Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. <laughs> Luke Hamill now. Are you really a fan, Chris? Might as well be Luke Hamill <laughs> It's a now. fantasy universe. <laughs> I mean, even he... He got crap. Hans, Hans Harrison Ford got crap. Carrie Fisher. All these people got crap. And and then you go after the guy who plays Jar Jar. You you, you totally ruin the life of the kid who played Anakin in the oh, first that, one. Oh yeah. And you go after Rose. Rose is the newest one on the hit list. It's like, it's if, like you know, come if you, on, if guys. you have a problem with the character, criticize the script, criticize the direction. Yeah. Don't criticize the person. They're trying their best with what the director and the writer gave right, them. Exactly. Like it's not their right. Not their direction. Like, it's not like you know people think like you know like not all of this is ad-libbed like there's structure to this there's like you know prep time it's not like like oh let me be my character and like you know hey this is it you know like this is my imagining of him like no it's not the actor's imagination it's everyone like involved with the director and the writers and the producers and stuff to an extent so it's kind of like you know just their co-stars chemistry exactly but my goodness don't go after the person's ethnicity and like their family Attacking and all that kind of crap good grief and, yeah. unfortunately that's the consequences of like a open internet and stuff like that you get people it's from like, all over that want to bash and troll or whatever and like they get all this crap i mean rose didn't ruin the last jedi but did i like her character all the way no, no. but i'm not gonna go after the kelly marie tran on instagram and insult her and dog her day in day out exactly. yeah so i mean she it's deleted, ridiculous she deleted all her stuff 
I mean, she didn't say that was the reason, but people are kind yeah. of assuming it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've even thought of like getting off Twitter sometimes because it just it's, it's, so, it's toxic. It's so toxic. It's toxic. You know, Daisy just, really and, got rid of her Instagram. I mean, yeah, you're going. What is Daisy? I, like none of these people deserve it, but it's like Daisy Ridley, really? Why like, are you, you going have to go to her, her too? Like, yeah, she's like the you know positive character influence, and like like and you're just dogging on her. It's like. Well, what's the reason behind that? Like, you know, she's just doing her best job, and like now you're telling her like she's literally the worst thing right. ever. Like, you know, it's just it's so. If you dumb. have a problem with Ray, that's the story writers and the script writers, the director's problem. Go yell at them, not the don't actors. yell at Daisy. <laughs> I mean, Daisy's great. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also wish people would stop saying things like "I'm never watching a Star Wars movie right. again." You, right. We know you will, so stop. Yeah. So don't don't and, say it. And if you if are, you really well, you haven't if, seen Solo yeah, yet. If, <laughs> but I see. I I was one of the with Solo. It was like it was that was different. It was you're not boycotting uh, all of the movies. That's no, I, I still plan to see Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I, it was just one of those things where, and maybe I will see Solo at one point. But it's like I just didn't want to see it because it just didn't interest me. It's I I yeah. I felt like I had all That's the information. Fine. I it's need fine. It. It's not a essential but, movie. It, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Here, here's Solo. <laughs> it's not an essential viewing. But I'm talking about the main stuff where someone's like seeing Return of the Jedi, or we saw it with uh, the main episode, not Return films. of the Jedi. I always messed it up. Return of the Jedi and Last Jedi. Yeah. Not with Last Jedi or Force Awakens because you had it with both of those where it's like, well, I'm definitely not seeing the next one. And it's like, shut up. We I'm, know you're going I, to see it. I'm well, really so stop excited. being a prima donna and, about and, it. And here's the thing: like, if you decide not to see it. Nobody right. cares, right? Yeah, you're one person. Cares. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and if you really were that angry about it, I just, I feel like you wouldn't even be talking about it. You just, exactly. Just, it's just I mean, erased I from just, your life. I don't know. It's there's a lot of things to criticize about Star Wars these days, but I still want to see Episode yeah, Nine me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll still see it. <laughs> I'm so excited for Episode Nine. Yeah, when's that? Oh. Is that going to be in December? Or is that going to be like a May next thing again? year? Next okay. December 2019. Okay. So they, they are taking extra time. They are taking one. extra time. They've started filming so. on the 1st of August. Yeah. Yep. Um, I feel like once once that's done, once the Skywalker trilogy again is done, yes. things are going to open up again. Yeah. Can, it's just going to be so They're going to have a whole better. universe to work with. The Skywalker story is not finished yet until episode 9 is over. People might get sick and tired of it. But I'm actually really excited for it because it's this huge, like, spanning epic about the single family line. Yeah. I really love that aspect. But, yeah, it's going to be refreshing going off, going on after and having these new things coming up. And- mm-hmm. Um, th- there's one thing that, like, when I think about Star Wars, like, is, like, how much of an influence it's had on pop culture mm-hmm. and everything. And, like, what do you think – this is just a thought here. Like – Say, for instance, something didn't go as planned with the first movie. Like, something, you know, didn't catch... It didn't get up, go at the right time. It didn't, like, you know, capture the audience's whim and stuff like that. And it didn't do as well. And it never became the cultural icon as it is today. What do you think? Do you think there would have been a placeholder for it? I think Star or Trek. Or do you think... Star Trek would You think it would be Star Trek? Yeah. Because, mm. I, I, like, I, I kind of am agreeing with that because, like, television once again like you know it's yeah. encompassing Got more time it's to get, build characters exactly and um i mean there was that news that came out that you know patrick stewart was going to be in the new show or whatever oh yeah and John Luke Picard. i i i the best captain yeah the best show next generation i'm just gonna say right now but i'm also kind of concerned so it's going off of a another character like that we've seen before 
a lot of these Star Trek. Oh boy, I'm getting off time. <laughs> Just really quick, we're getting our Sorry. stars. It's, in, it's ingrained into us to go off time. I know it, uh, but anyway, I'm just gonna do this really quick. So sorry, Star Wars fans. Um, so like, it keeps on going backwards. It goes back to older crews and it goes back more in the past. We need to go more in the future. Go ten thousand years in the future. Go some do but something new. What about new. Discovery? Discovery is on like CBS. That's the newer one. Yeah, yeah, but that's something new, right? I'm talking about timeline like i want forward in time not like in the beginning <laughs> so it's like I is want that some... what discovery is i believe so yeah. i thought it was more like new like future i haven't seen it this yeah goes to show but anyways yeah we're, we're getting off topic here but um but just like i f- you would i feel like star trek would take that place yeah. but i kind of want to say like i don't know if we would have anything really like that huge that powerful you know um i mean like what would you think i mean yeah, I mean, I, I think something would have come along to replace it, regardless. But uh, yeah, I think Star Trek um, would have been the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think there'd be stuff inspired from Star Trek that would, you know, show up. Mm-hmm. It, it's an interesting, you know, idea to think of, you know. But you know, it's just kind of like, you know, where would we be without Star Wars? Because it, it you, we don't realize how much it is in our society. Oh. It's crazy. Like, you in- know, we're talking like. Movies, television, comics, books, music, toys, merchandise, you know, it's not, every, it's everything. not even about all the merchandising and the filmmaking and all that. It's just the basic storytelling elements in the films. Good versus evil. Good versus mm. evil. It's a very yeah. universal the concept. The hero's journey. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I feel like... Concepts that every religion and every people on this earth can relate with and identify with. That's why it connects with so many people. Exactly. Yeah, I and I and I like and, how it does that. And the, kind of humanity's dreams of the future, of space travel and travel. It's, period. It's past. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long time ago, Chris. <laughs> and honestly, that's what you're saying, though. Yeah. That's that was a good workaround for George Lucas. You know, to make these films last longer is because the technology of what they were working with, mm-hmm. special effects wise. Mm. You know, they can say, oh, this was the past. And then as it progresses forward, it's just like, oh, the, but it took place the, in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. The look ago. of the film, too, just in the, what's, the, how am I going to say this? The different aspects of the culture that were in the film at the time. Like, it's a space western. People yeah. loved westerns at yep. the time. Yeah. It's a western in space. You have knights, things like the Jedi Knights and mysticism and right. Buddhist ideas with the force, like this yep. ethereal force. It's just mm. so... Yeah, the concept of, of energy and kind of like <laughs> penetrates, <laughs> <laughs> binds the world together, binds the universe together. Yeah, I know there was a lot of people who were mad about the midi chlorines thing and uh, Phenomes, and then didn't even go anywhere. So it's okay. like, what, why right. are we still hung so, up on the midi chlorines? Well, because like I feel like it's the same come from midi Actually, it's the same thing going along now with like you know everyone has the potential to have the force now. So like it's yeah. the same thing at like the same criticism as they did with the prequels now it's with this one so it's just there's always going to be something that people are going to criticize actually about. i might have spoken too soon speaking of that i thought i remember reading and i could have dreamt this reading an article <laughs> from george lucas saying that if he was going to do more star wars once it'd be focused on a mic, mic micro. microscopic level yeah. and that to me is incredibly fascinating doing the with the wills like the journal yeah. of the wills yeah the whole idea of the metachlorians going deep diving into the force, like the nature of the force. But my and question is, where did the metachlorians come from? It, that's what it probably would have done. I don't know. 
Let's like, ask George. Call him up. Hey, George. Do you got his email address? <laughs> Do you, Chris? I, Chris? Let's ask the guys in Rebel Force Radio. They may. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they got the connections. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll spice something up. Well, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the Metachlorians, they're... They've kind of retconned it in a way to kind of smooth it over, I feel, uh-huh. with the whole, like, they don't cause the force. The force is not midichlorians, people. That's mm-hmm. the huge fa- outrage yeah. that came at the time. But they they kind of channel They're the force. They're a facilitator of the they, force. Yeah. They kind of allow the, the people to channel the force, or they, yeah. f- like, just, what's the word? Symbiote? Like a symbiote? Oh, oh, oh. oh we're going into Venom territory. My all-time favorite <laughs> character. The more midichlorians you have, the more... Yeah, adept in the force you might. It's see. like having a better DVD player. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. get a better performance after after this episode. I definitely want to talk about some of the Venice stuff with you. Like, oh man, with Tom Hardy, his mm-hmm. Venom, per- well, such a that new trailer, such was a cool. nice change from the guy from that seventies Topher and Topher Grace. <laughs> I, he's just not. He's oh. not Eddie Brock. I don't have a problem with Topher <laughs> Grace. He's just not Eddie Brock. But yeah, like, so Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that after the show. That's some though. other time. Yeah, that's not Star Wars, Christian, unfortunately. <laughs> which gets me to my next point is you actually had a couple good theories that I had not heard about. What for, were the theories? I think I think it was <laughs> was uh, the the circle, the ring ring theory. The ring theory. I have never heard about this. Yeah, it's oh interesting. It, have you heard of it too, Brandon? Haven't I, you? Oh, you told me all have about you, it during oh, college. Man, man. I am so freaking <laughs> pumped about this. Basically, it's the theory. It's a ring theory. It focuses on the Star Wars films one through six, okay. as it's in a structure where each film parallels the other in the way that not like one and four and two and five and three and six. Yeah. I put a little handy chart there. Oh, wow. Viewers Thank can't you. see it, but oh, he prepped up. <laughs> Maybe once we get the page ready, they can post it on there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But basically, it's all about parallelism. And George Lucas constructed the prequels to parallel with the original trilogy in such a way that it's just incredibly fascinating to read this essay. Mike Klimo, Mike Klimo wrote this essay. It's a, it's a fascinating essay. I highly recommend you read it. It's www.starwarsringtheory.com. It will blow your mind, change your mind about the prequel trilogy. It's like a yin and yang type thing. It's yes, it's very yin and yang. It's about balance. It's about parallelism. I'm sorry. And when he said balance, I was just thinking of Avengers. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. As all things should be. Sorry. I mean, he's not wrong, but that's a different episode. <laughs> my handy dandy. Thanos notebook. was right. <laughs> Thanos did Thanos nothing was wrong. Right. Well, I personally, I mean, I'm already digging this thing because then it's one of the things I like most about Star Wars. I like Dalty. Period. It's it's such a fascinating concept to me. Dalty. Period. Y- 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 Yin and Yang. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm saying okay. Dalty. Yeah. yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the concept Sorry, I, of Dalty. Yin I thought and it was yang. like something so specific. Whatever, that I yeah. love that in any kind of show. If it's one of those things that immediately hooks me onto something, mm-hmm. is if they've got a good representation of Yin and Yang, like dark and light. Yep. Opposites. Like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. 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 Well, if you see on the little uh, picture there, it's got the Yin and Yang symbol. You have six, five, and four on one half of the circle, in that trilogy. Um, follows Luke, who is light side. He's you know he's all about light side and redemption. It's yeah. a redemption arc. Right. And in the middle is the darkness. Luke's yep. got that darkness in the middle, whereas one through three are all about the dark side. 
and Anakin's descent into darkness. But a little bit of but light. But a little bit of light in, still yeah. in Vader. Yep. Mm. Now, one and six parallel each other. Five and two parallel each other as the second film in each trilogy. And four and three parallel each other. And if you go to this article and read it and look at the visual evidence, he has screenshots visual elements things like that Mm -hmm. it's so incredibly fascinating to see the detail that went into this either i i honestly think it's too it's not it's too detailed to be a coincidence right it's unbelievable i i would say like i'm definitely like definitely for this however i feel like every moment that's on screen with these films i don't believe every single moment is you know no not every single moment but certain beats and themes right yeah like i feel like if you if you were saying like you know for instance like i'm Mm -hmm. throwing an example it's like the pod race it's like oh that's poetry you know like what happens in episodes is like like not really i mean yeah there's like racing not really racing whatever like there are vehicles like there are vehicles moving in the speed bike scene in episode six but that doesn't mean it's you know the same way as it was in pot, episode one of pod racing. So like not everything I feel like it is, but I definitely agree that there are rhythms and mm-hmm. patterns definitely like in it for sure. So do you think the sequel trilogy is breaking the cycle? Is that the whole point of no, it? No, I actually think it's continuing on with it. Oh really? So no. then we'd just be heading for dark. Yeah, I mean no, because you're giving this idea of the whole dark, gray Jedi thing. Uh-huh. We have. Dark side, descent into darkness. That's right. Mm-hmm. With the first trilogy, prequel yeah. trilogy, rise into light. rise into light with the second, mm-hmm. and then this third one is a melding of the two. Okay, Great. That, okay, so that's kind of what I meant. Is yeah. maybe we're going into, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. I yes, I really, that, I really think they're doing that, Chris. Great, really I'm do. excited. That's what I'm so, hoping. Okay, so like I'm just trying to figure this out then. So obviously, with the yin yang theory, uh, the ring theory of the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. Now, with the sequel trilogy that's out right now currently, like, what other trilogy would that pair with? Or is it, like, you know, only with the original trilogy? Or is it also... It would have elements of the prequels as well. So it's all three then, Mm -hmm. not just, like, you know, only comparing with the original then. And that goes with the whole gray Jedi idea of melding all of it together. It's just, it's not black, it's not white, it's gray. It's all bringing these threads together. Mm Mm-hmm. A New Hope, you can see signs of it, obviously, in The Force <laughs> yeah. Awakens. Yeah. yeah. But you can also see signs of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like in the final act, blowing up the Death Star, blowing up Starkiller. You got the encounter between Kylo Ren and Han, and you got the space battle above where they're trying to destroy the reactor with Poe. Right. It's that concurrent storytelling that's going on. They literally have, you got to watch it, the shot where Kylo and Rey are fighting in the forest and it has that tracking shot where it's going left to right, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. It mirrors the shot in Return of the Jedi when Luke's going after Vader under the stairs. Oh, that's cool. When they go to the elevator with the tracking shot and it's going in a different direction. Ooh. I love, and I was like, that is definitely signs of Return of the Jedi parallelism in this movie. I I honestly think J.J. and Ryan were still holding on to that yeah that's cool and honestly i think we're we've moved into as a society kind of past the concept of black and white good or bad i think shows like game of thrones and that's a whole nother show Mm -hmm. in itself that we could talk about game of thrones has a bunch of flawed characters it's it's one of the things i love the most about the show is 
a character you might just totally hate in the beginning is someone you end up really liking mm-hmm. later. And it's kind of just proving that people are not black and white. I mean, it's like right. just different shades of gray. Look at Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to see his arc in this trilogy. Yeah, I hope so. Whereas yeah. you had the whole, like... I I actually think this whole sequel trilogy is about him. Like, there's yeah. a lot of, there's focus a lot on of Rey. theories about that. I yep. think it's mm-hmm. mostly about his character arc and his transformation. I think Rey is just the like the stepping stone for him to, like accelerate it basically he but is I really, a skywalker exactly i mean ray isn't a skywalker so it's like you know or is she oh. <laughs> she's jar jar's offspring there's actually something i wanted to talk about unless you have something more about the ring three you want to discuss uh, there was one more thing i wanted to say about, about the kylo ren thing mm-hmm. you had the whole downward arc redemption arc in the original trilogy and in the prequel trilogy that took two sets of trilogies i think going on with the melding the two together again they're going to do it in one trilogy with kylo ren you saw his descent in force awakens with killing han Mm -hmm. now he's going through this struggle in the last jedi and then i think he is going to be redeemed at the end of episode nine and killed Hopefully, you think so? When, I I thought it wouldn't it be interesting if him and Ray both survive in season or the not season three two, in episode, season in <laughs> season it's so in season to survive in uh, episode nine that it throws us for a twist. I don't know. I would like, like to together. It's that's the new is like a combination of light and dark and the gray Jedi going forward. I I would be okay with that. Uh, I would be. I would love it if he actually turned to the light side and they held up. Ugh, I'm not going to get into this. It's <laughs> it's very theory. It's very theory, like personal opinion sort of thing. Yeah. But I would like the Skywalkers to be killed. <laughs> just just no, let, let not the just die. take a match. Not, to no, it, not that. It <laughs> not not let the past die because that totally ruined, like messed with Kylo's character is focusing on his grandfather. But whatever. Anyway, but no, just him turning back to light side and leaving just like Vader did. Mm-hmm. Because that would complete the Skywalker family saga. There's no more Skywalkers. Yep. That would wrap it up. And they've been involved in almost every galactic incident since they were born. Yeah. That's like the, the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, there's actually um, one thing I wanted to talk about definitely on this episode. Mm-hmm. And it is the idea of Star Wars and television. So, obviously, Star Wars came from film originally. Like, it didn't come from any other source material. Like, it just came from film. So, back in the 80s, there was a few television things going on, but nothing too impactful. Like, there was things about um, the droids and, like, Ewoks. But what about the holiday special? What about the Wookiees? What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Guys, we can talk about Life Day later. Now, let's talk about... (laughs) something that actually matters what about lumpy or whatever <laughs> oh, his son's name is. we could probably God. do an entire episode on memes of star wars so and they've already done that with I the new christopher Senate. robin commercial the new christopher robin movie yes. where they have you know poo as vader <laughs> it's like no. where's piglet <laughs> my, that was hilarious my, my favorite out of all like all this was i saw this on reddit one time and like um yeah, here we, here we go, Russia. Um, like so, when Vladimir Putin was, I'm gonna use use huge quotations. 
won the race or whatever, someone posted a picture of Chancellor Palpatine after he won the Senate. He's like, I, I am love, honored. I <laughs> love <laughs> democracy. Yeah, that's what it was. I absolutely <laughs> love that one. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Remember this spicy one? The trade negotiations were short. <laughs> this is Anakin. Good. Anakin. No. This is getting out of hand. Now there are two, two of them. them. <laughs> they went into the ventilation shaft. <laughs> but what um, happened to your face? <laughs> so disregarding the holiday special, we can, we can talk about that later. Yeah, that's a whole um, thing. Yeah, but there really wasn't too much. A lot of the shows that did come out in the '80s were more centered towards a lot of like the the toy shows back mm-hmm. in the '80s, because like a lot of companies back then really. You know, like they made toys and like, oh, we got to have a show. We got to have cereal. We got to have merchandise like Bammo. So like, you know, Star Wars kind of got in that same pattern as well. So you had like the droids, you got the Ewoks, you know, stuff like that. And then in the 90s, nothing really happened, you know, until 2002 when Cartoon Network started oh. to make some shows, including Clone Wars. Now the this is the Tartakovsky one. Yes. And I like that concept of it because we didn't initially expect this at all so this is something that's going on between episode two and episode three it's like a little something to you know keep you filled in before you get the main appetite for the next movie coming out and they did a lot of cool stuff including stuff that carried on over to the next film so for example general grievous in the show in the originally we're not talking about the um the canon clone wars now this was before so um, General Grievous actually sounded different at first because they didn't know what the you know, like how he would you know sound whatever, but they had ideas to change it somewhat in the movie. So in order to change that in the show, they fixed his you know they damaged his voice box basically. So like mm. Mace Windu was like going after him because he was trying to kidnap Chancellor Palpatine, mm-hmm. and he like does like this force crush on his chest and his voice. Like, That's like, why he coughs <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, so like, it's basically Mace Windu did that and like it carried on into the movies. Like now you understand why he has that. Like, you know, but only fans of the show would know that. So like already right there, there's already a difference in the shows because it's actually, well, at the time it was canon and actually affected the movie somewhat. Then you get into the um, other show, which was Star Wars The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was a movie. But really, it's just two episodes, three episodes, like combined into one, which honestly mm-hmm. I don't think should have happened. But, um, but we just pretend it doesn't exist. We don't, just like the holiday special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but what any, a holiday special! But anyways, the show itself is actually spectacular. It's amazing. I remember when it came out in two thousand eight on Cartoon Network, and I started watching it, and like I was like wow, this is really well scripted. It looks great. It sounds amazing. It's really just like watching Star Wars, you know, because like, you know, when, you, when you're thinking like, like oh, like it's not going to sound like it. It's not going to, you know, oh, feel like it. All. it. Like, no, it the, the way it's shot, it even has the um, black bars yes. on top and yep. bottom for widescreen stuff like that. Like, for, this is like for like television. This isn't, mm-hmm. and this was before like HDTVs got really huge, whatever, like, you know, you had that in there. I'm like, wow, that is so cool. It's like watching a short film every episode. Basic, basically, and you know i've never seen the clone wars go on netflix it's all on there man i want to it's one of those things i've, I've always wanted to and now that it's a, on streaming I'll just devices let you know. it's and then there's the whole rebels thing too butterfly I'm, anyway it's <laughs> a no, sign there, there's 
for our listeners out there, our window, we have it wide open and stuff, and there's this like monarch butterfly that was just like smashing our window. <laughs> so. Yes, we managed to get a window in our windowless shed. Yes, yeah. we have a budget now, folks. <laughs> we, <just laughs> we took we, a hatchet, and our 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 rent is five dollars a month. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> um, but with that show that came out on on Clone Wars, like it just added more and more and more to, to the it. Clone Wars era. Yes, they brought in a good way. They yeah, brought them all it made, back. It made the prequels like to an extent even better yeah. i'd say like it's just they saved the prequel era <laughs> <laughs> it's continuing to this day that was the best part to me was I, I i know i just said i haven't seen it but i've seen a couple episodes and i've also been aware that uh darth maul came yes. back in the yes. show and he's such an interesting and character he's not where he came back only no <laughs> anyways um so, but anyways, the the show itself added so much more of these characters and stuff. Like there were new characters we got to know, you know, like and it opened up the lore again, kind of like what the prequels did. I would have loved to have seen. I don't. It's again, still enough. You can watch it on Netflix, the, bro. I I would have loved to have seen Asaka, Ashoka, whatever. Ahsoka. Her, Ahsoka. Yeah. Her show up into the like. Uh, well, the main movies well, at some here, point. Here's or, the thing. There was a her. character in Clone Wars that made it to Rogue One. So, um, yeah. Forrest Whitaker, okay, he's, yeah. his oh, character yeah. was uh, the brother of that oh, one yeah, girl. Saul Guerrero. Yeah, he he was actually like helping out with a civil war or whatever, and like he got carried on into war- Rogue One. I thought like, and he's wow. in Rebels too. I'm like, that's amazing. And now, now we're going to Rebels now. Like a couple years after, well, was it was after Clone Wars ended, right? So after Clone Wars ended, then there was um, Rebels. Now I. I, I did not have cable when this came out, so I didn't really have much access to it. So I've only seen a couple episodes and stuff. And from my from what I've saw, it's not like Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. it's still adequate enough because it's like, it's good. Yeah, because like there was an episode I watched where like original clone troopers were still alive, including yeah. Captain Rex. Yeah. Like it was really cool because like those char- know, from most what of them were killed off. From you know? what I've been told, those characters end up being incredibly interesting too. Oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Like there was like I think in the first season, like episode like four or five, whatever, there, it just focused on them. There were no Jedi, no nothing. It was about these clone troopers going out and like, you know, doing an excavation or whatever. Like that was like the coolest Oh no Which, the, no like their base was attacked. That's what it was. Oh, Their base yeah. was attacked, and like they had to like defend it, basically. And that's all it was. And that's so impressive because they're clones. They're supposed to be the same person. So exactly. it's like, oh, how is this going to be interesting? Because it's the same person talking to themselves. And <laughs> from what I've been told and from what it I've seen, too. little yeah. bits of little quotes here and there, it turns out to that it's really fascinating. Basically. And then, um, then after Rebels came out, we got news that um, Clone Wars is having a new season again because they – initially ended it when disney bought them out mm-hmm. cartoon network but then netflix was able to finish their quote-unquote fifth season or was it it was fifth. they were start they had started production on season six yeah netflix has just been a global force for good in terms of our entertainment <laughs> those episodes were released as like the lost missions yeah yeah, I actually like those a lot. I there thought those were really, especially the, the last priestesses one. one. The Yoda and the Priestesses one was very, yeah, very good. Um, but then after that, you know, it stopped. It it, it was done. It did what it did. The the finale of it didn't really feel as satisfying, but it was still adequate enough, you know. And then then you got um, news that a new season's coming out. Especially what happened with Ahsoka and stuff. I'm not going to spoil it, but like it's just it's really cool that they're picking up mm-hmm. more af- after that, and we get more 
of like obi-wan and anakin again you know i just watched that trailer this morning and i got chills <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah and then now we got our first live action television Star Wars show coming out from John Favreau, the director mm-hmm. of Iron Man, executive producing it, and apparently it's going to be like a huge budget, from what I've heard. Yeah, a like, hundred million dollars for the first season. Oh my! Which is going to be ten episodes long, so that's uh, ten million dollars an episode, <sighs> which brings it about on par with the the other shows, uh, like Game of Thrones, the other big hitters. That's ridiculous, and. From what I've heard, it's going to be only available on Disney's streaming service. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a pull for a lot of people to go with this, you know. Which, and the Clone uh, yeah. Wars season's only going to be on the Disney streaming oh, service. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, well, uh, see, that's what they're doing to get the people it. to sign into but it. But see, that's the see, and that's the problem. That's and I know this is a whole another episode in itself too. <laughs> that's like what they're doing to combat cord cutting. Is it's like okay, well you guys are gonna cut cord. Well then all these channels are just gonna make their own streaming mm-hmm. services. Mean, like it, and then you end up paying just as much, if not more, for cable because you're you're paying for like seven different streaming okay. services because yeah, exactly. they all have individual stuff that you mm-hmm. want to see on there. Exactly. Because right now what we have we have Netflix. Hulu, Amazon Video, HBO. Paramount, HBO, Showtime, Stars. Um, there's like other stuff I can't think of off the time I have, but like that's already seven. And then you got Disney coming out. That's eight. That's eight, you know. This is getting out of hand. Disney's got a lot. <laughs> no, there are eight of them. Disney, do they, they have plenty of content to fill it out. I, I will say they, they do. Uh, but the but thing is, I don't though, know if it's the, appealing to me personally the, for just one or two Star Wars shows. Well, they're, well that's the thing. They can't do Star Wars before Episode Seven because they had a legal um, um, licensing thing with Turner. So basically, they you know how Star Wars is on TBS and TNT mm-hmm. a lot. Well, that's actually due to a contract that they did because they only wanted to do it to them. However, it doesn't expire until like twenty twenty five or twenty twenty eight or something like I that. I think I read like, something about that. Yeah, so like we won't have the original six star Wars movies on there until that expires right. or if when they renew it or whatever. So like it's it the same thing with the Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. So like anything after episode seven, we'll see on there. So like, it's going to be somewhat limited. Uh, whenever these things like launch, like it's usually a very weak, you know, like opening, you know, content. So like, you know, when the streaming service comes out, you know, like we're going to get, yeah, we're gonna get Star Wars, but it's not gonna be the Star Wars you want. Like, I don't expect this show to come out just yet. Like the the, the live action one, I expect it to come out probably like you know, twenty twenty. Yeah, something like that. Like it's gonna be a while before it comes out. So like when the streaming service comes out next year, like oh my it, gosh, if they can make a, a Game of Thrones esque Star Wars series, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm all for it. it I there was a game. Um, that was supposed to come out a long time ago until Disney bought Star Wars. It was called Star Wars 1313. Yeah, seriously. I remember seeing the E3 trailer for that. Oh, it looked phenomenal graphically. Yeah, like the whole of it was like, you know, once again, kind of focusing on undermining characters, not Jedi, not Seth, not whatever. Bounty Hunters, the underbelly. Exactly. And then like you have all these characters, you know, like in Coruscant in the lower areas, which we haven't seen at all except unless you regard tv series like in the movies we have not seen them at all and it's a really cool idea to actually explore that and like have you know a whole world built up from that i completely agree mm-hmm. i th- i think one of their biggest mistakes was giving ea the rights to their games 
Because EA, yeah. is, EA as a company is not a good company. Oh, I, not I at think all. there's so many other video game companies that would have loved to have done Star Wars, and they would have given all of their heart and soul the into thing, making good games. Yeah, Pandemic, I think, made the original Battlefront games. Right. That, that was fantastic. And Battlefront 2, tw- uh, 2005. The, mm-hmm. the 2000s Battlefront games. The 2000s Battlefront games. <laughs> but Battlefront 2015 and Battlefront 2 are decent games, but... EA completely botched the launch of Battlefront 2 yeah. with this microtransactions Cause fiasco. Because they, they got greedy. That's yeah. the, the whole point and that's, of it. It's so mind-bogglingly stupid to me that you would try to do that with Star Wars, the, the franchise oh, yeah. that had, makes probably the most money of any franchise ever. You, the money will be there. Oh, the yeah, fact exactly. that you were so arrogant, you guys were such arrogant pricks that you thought that you could milk Star Wars fans I mean, it's it's so stupid. The money was going to be there. Make yeah. a quality game, it, and the money will be there. It's like, not. You don't history. need to DLC it. I don't like the trend of microtransactions I, in you know, console I, gaming. As you can tell either. by my spirited response, <laughs> I am not a fan of microtransactions. Yeah. I miss either. the days where you played and you got cheat codes or you unlock. Unlock it. You earned yeah. it. Like you earn yeah. it. You, earn like, it. you don't. Hey, you want this costume for Ray? Pay some money to get crystals for it. To, for a chance can, to you, unlock it, you can I still. I don't play games that have that stuff. Like I just don't right. bother with it, you know. Yeah. And the games that do that I do play that actually have it, I'm I get kind of mad with it because it's like, oh great, now you're ruining my experience by adding in these, you know, pointless. Yeah, I just things, won't buy your you know? game. I'll yeah. just stop buying. Battlefront Two, they did fix the progression system. They got the the uh, the microtransaction system is based on costumes and cosmetics see like, like almost everything else see i'm fine i play games with like cosmetics man like team fortress 2 for instance like that i'm okay with because it doesn't affect the gameplay it only affects of how you you know want to put into the game itself so like and you know, it's funny we say that because back in oblivion when horse armor came out yeah and it's uh, that's a meme in itself where it's like we, that should we have lost been free. Our, we lost our mind about because well, it was a single player armor. game that wasn't it, like multiplayer it so. was purely cosmetic and now we're like yeah cosmetic it's okay <laughs> I wouldn't pay three ninety nine for it. No, <laughs> like thing, it was back then. With the different costumes and everything, you get legendary costumes. Like you get young Lando, young Han, Ray from Octo, whatever. Right. And those are legendary skins, so they cost about forty thousand credits. Which what would that? Well, per that, match, you earn about maybe five hundred to a thousand, I believe. But would that convert to in real currency? Real currency? Oh, dang it! I'm not, I haven't bought like any five bucks. I haven't bought any crystals, so I think twenty. That's the <laughs> twenty that's the, bucks. That's the in-game for one currency. Costume? It's twenty. It's I I believe so. You might have to double check that by looking it up. Twenty dollars for one costume. It's but you don't have to pay for it. Is the thing you can play the game and Good get the Lord. credits. You can play the game and get the credits. It just it's just going to take you a lot longer. Yeah, like to earn was the it like credits for four thousand hours to just get Darth Vader or nope. whatever when that they came changed out? that too. Well, glad they did. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, and they changed it just because there was so because much because there's outcry. Yeah, like oh, we not... believe in the consumer. It's like oh yeah, right. And you then only did and it, it was because... after they tried to like say the fans and the people were wrong and try to say just turn turn it back on them and say that it's they don't not know perfect, any better. But it's greatly improved over what it used to be. Oh, for sure, no doubt about it. Um, but like. Going back to the television stuff later, mm-hmm. um, I feel like there's a lot of good potential when it comes to this stuff. Like from what this John Favreau live action Star Wars show, I kind of want it to be in the past. I want it to be like with the Knights of the Old Republic. It won't be. Thing, and it won't be. 
it's going to be seven years after Return of the Jedi. Ah, doggone it. <laughs> Get my hopes up, yep, man. That's what John Favreau what, said. What was interesting about the seven years after Return of the Jedi? Like, I can't really think of it. Oh, the First Order, right? The Jakku, Battle of Jakku. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that could be interesting. Because, like, in the movie, we just see the ruins of, yeah. like, a Star Destroyer and, like, you know, a couple ships and stuff like that. So, oh, maybe it That's could... where the Empire actually broke. Hmm, all right. They didn't just... Poof! Oh, we blew up the Death Star. The Empire's <laughs> gone now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I can. I can dig that. That'd That's cool. actually what the campaign goes around too in Battlefront Two. Oh, okay. Like the second or final See, mission. The I've actually last mission is actually I've never played the Battlefront, the new ones. I've only played the beta of the first game on my PC, and like I was bored, so like I didn't really have a chance to like you know like really explore the game that much. But like. From your experience of it, it you're saying it, it got better? Then? It did get better. It did get better. And you can get it. I mean, my friend got it for like 20, 15 bucks. It was on sale, on mm-hmm. a digital sale. So I think it's worth it. It's a really good game. The Starfighter Assault Mode is phenomenal. Have you played it, Chris? No, no. I uh, I played the first uh, <laughs> the first that Battlefront one's pretty that came out the the first recent Battlefront. It, right. That, 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 and, there is and that was enough to turn me off. Of right. It. And, it's lackluster. There, there was all the outcry about I, the second one, and I was like, I'm just gonna pass. I feel on like it. they should rename those games because, like, don't call it Battlefront. Call yeah. it like Battlefront assault or like battlefront commando or something like that because it kind of like a similar issue with the new doom game doom that, eternal i like that because it's like what are you gonna call it doom 2 uh we 20, sequel that. to this 2016 like no it's just called doom eternal because like it's a sequel to that you yeah know, like could, i that's why like I, can see that. I don't like it when like stuff gets like rebooted or whatever they just have the same name as the original thing why it's don't like, they call it like front lines or something or something yeah, like that something you know like a little little subtitle to have it like make a difference or galactic like, assault it, like that's it's still, the name of one of the modes in the <laughs> game <laughs> exactly so like it could be the same thing just call it something different so that pe- fans could like not have to muddle their words when it's like battlefront to uh, sequel battlefront 2 2015 or whatever because that's that's a mouthful right there you know it's a spiritual successor yeah if when you change the name yeah so ran ran over there i was just kind of (laughs) saying that but but yeah like i remember like i would actually play in battlefront 2 there was this mode like heroes mode or whatever like i would go to tatooine yep uh, and like i would just like have all like the seven jedi just like face each other i never played anybody that didn't have a lightsaber though like Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't play as han i didn't play as chewy it's like like but I was like Grievous and Maul every day, like <laughs> Anakin. Yep, exactly. It's like Palpatine. I love how he just like floated the whole time. When you were playing, you should see him run in Battlefront. He runs the reboot, dude. He goes like, what is he like? You can't see it, but he kind of hobbles along, kind of Gollum runs <laughs> yeah. a little bit. No, he. You can see him swaying back and forth like when he runs. Was he like super swole now that he like now he can like <laughs> run and stuff? He doesn't swole have a lightsaber though, which is a bummer. <laughs> He only uses lightning. Oh, come on. Like, he was great. Okay, Chris, if you got to watch one sequence in Clone Wars period, there's a moment where he duels with Darth Maul. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, you did see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, like, the best thing ever. Like, he's so quick, and he has, like, two lightsabers, and it's so... It's like in Revenge of the Sith. Now you see why I am the king. (laughs) You're like, don't worry, I will not kill you yet, but I will think of some way to use you, whatever. So it's kind of funny, but... You know uh, what one of the best modes in Battlefront 2 original was? Galactic Conquest. Yeah, that was awesome. I like, loved it. Was a it. Whole... I loved playing with my friend 
the and whole, that mode that was yeah, hilarious the whole story mode of like the movies going along and stuff like that like i like how they did that and like um the empire going after the clones on Camino, I thought that was so cool. I'm like, like, oh, this is amazing. Get to see how the cool army falls. <laughs> that, yeah, the campaign aspect of the game was really cool. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you remember the game mode where it's like chess almost? Yeah, where you control the that game. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's like you know you're trying to like capture each other's bases and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, like you're like, oh, this one's overturning. You better hurry and get this one. It was it's like it made it different. Instead of just like you know like shooty mcshoot bad guy is gonna yeah. go after you you better shoot him back <laughs> that's <laughs> like, such a disappointment why they didn't include that in the newer one yeah why you know so it's yeah they got uh, space fights now i mean it's something the, i guess <laughs> that was the cool part too is if your two ships collided with each other over a planet you engaged in you remember that yep combat and space combat and then you went to the surface that mm. that's what made it so much fun was there were so many ways to skin a cat if you will there were so many ways to win in those games that it made it fun because you were always coming at it with a different strategy based mm-hmm, on who you were playing right. with and who you're playing against. Or, you know, if you felt like just, okay, I want to beat them from within, or I want to just have an all out star, you know, starfighter attack yeah. and take them out with just my blasters yeah, on my land ship in the landing bay and yeah. bomb their life support system. I mean, there's <laughs> so many great ways to play and yeah, it's, you know, you, that's what people really wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what the people want chris it's what the people wanted well going off about the tv shows we yeah. just heard about yesterday actually the trailer for the new star wars resistance animated show oh, i, right I didn't out. see this huh? christian tweeted to me um yeah the trailer earlier yeah. and like it's it's interesting like it, it looks it promising. looks interesting but i just hope the main character isn't annoying <laughs> Because Isn't that what we all want? Ezra really annoyed me in Rebels. Who is Ezra again? He's oh, is he the he, little kid? He looks like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. That's what this. The design of his character looked too much like Aladdin-y to me. Yeah, I know. His voiceover actor tre- was very the Disney I, treatment. I didn't like the voice act. I didn't. I don't mean. I I don't know the voice actor. I don't dislike him personally. But it I didn't wasn't like a good. The, it, it wasn't a good the troll. The delivery for the character, I just did not like. It was annoying to me. Yeah. And I just don't want that for this new show. But the art style looks interesting. It kind of looks like Breath of the Wildy. A little bit, yeah. I was Like I was telling you in that tweet, mm-hmm. um, like the the show itself reminds me of um, Disney did a show for the Tron Legacy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they did this show, like how it happened and stuff like that before the movie occurred, I think. And they, it's like that similar art style, which, like, I'm kind of. It, it looks interesting, but like, I don't know how it's going to play out with like you know the rest of the show, or whatever. But in the show itself, Poe Dameron is part of the um, the crew members and stuff like that. So like, mm-hmm. and he was actually one of the characters in the uh, sequel trilogy, which I actually like. And like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, cool, I get to you know see more backstory of him, kind of thing. So it's like, you know, little little more. You know who else is in this show? Who your favorite character? Who? Captain Phasma. Oh, don't get me started on <laughs> her. Phasma is so much Captain worse than Phasma. Boba Fett because it's like she, she's kind of, they're trying to give her the same treatment as Boba Fett is like, oh, this but background character she, who's yeah. just got really cool armor. and But, she was but never then she cool. doesn't do anything. She was never cool. 
I'm sorry. Like, she just I love fails. the actress. The actress she has is great. I know fight. she's from Game of Thrones. Yes. She's Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones, and she's awesome in that. Well, maybe the show will make her better for you. Do you remember when we saw Last Yes, Jedi? I do, and you were very glad that she died. <laughs> died. Like, yeah. She couldn't I come back. I don't even know because if she survived the the trash shoot, I, I remember like <laughs> when she. If she can survive the trash shoot, she can survive she can the survive fire. Star Killer base exploding into a sun. <laughs> I remember like what I verbally. I'm I don't, still alive, just. Very badly burned <laughs> from Austin Powers. <laughs> I remember when um, I saw it in theaters with Christian. I remember ver- I don't. I'm not usually a verbal person when I when, I, when I'm watching a movie. Like I'm very oh. silent. But I remember like when Steve like like yo rebel scum you'll never whatever. It's like you know like oh whatever you know like then he does the thing whatever. Like is she dead? Is she really dead this time? <laughs> was it either that or I said like finally? Like I was like I was so sick. They of her. make it look like that, but you never know. You I never ho- know. I, well, because okay, all right, yeah, she somehow survives. What's she gonna do? She's just gonna stand there in the background. Well, how about this? She survives, but she comes back in a book or a comic book storyline. Yes, that's spider legs. <laughs> yes, my. <laughs> that's my, what Boba Fett did. My two near-death experiences really did change my outlook on life and has made me take uh-huh. a turn in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. So you can read about it all in my book. I've decided to <laughs> renounce my ways with the First Order. <laughs> I've committed a lot of atrocities she, in my lifetime. Captain Phasma is the key to all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she. Yeah, her character was underutilized. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if, like if she did more stuff, I would probably like her. Honestly, I, the stormtrooper who fights Finn in Force Awakens has was had cooler more, a cooler moment, and he was in there for one. He, scene. he has more character development than Phasma does. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Like you he know actually, his motives. Well, like, no. What. <laughs> I, mean, I, was jo- I mean, I was joking. Like, I know. He just I, says one you're line, actually but... kind of right. There's a backstory to that character. They used to be like in the same squad or something. Oh, really? The First Order. Was and it like he in a book? knew who Finn was. Oh, dang. See, mm-hmm. like, I never knew that. It's in like, a comic book or so, like, a book storyline. But now, like, you know, we have that now. Oh, speaking of comics, you know that, um, like, when it comes to, like, the n- new can that comes out now, mm-hmm. Marvel does all the comics for Star Wars now because yes. obviously they're in the same company. We have more Darth Vader stuff than we've done ever yep. before. And, like, it is so yep. awesome. Because, like, in the movies, like, a lot of people say, like, Darth Vader is, like, the number one villain they think of, whatever. I personally think it's more Palpatine than anything else. But, anyways. So, like, but we never really get to see his viciousness as the Empire, you know. When he was the, when he he was the top the Emperor, dog of the Exactly. Yeah. But, like, when you, when you actually, like, read some of these panels that he is in, Oh my goodness, he is like so brutal. Like he's like dash like the most evil person ever. Like you know, Palpatine doesn't hold a coin to him. You know, like it's just like um, he does this deal with some woman. I can't remember what it was to get these plans or whatever. And like you know, after she does it, like like you know, he still is like threatening to kill her and he chokes her and stuff. Is it Joe Costa. It, yes. And like it's just like you know he's he doesn't like care. Choke Costa, the, the, <laughs> no, the librarian from Attack of the Clones. If it is not in our records, then it does doesn't not exist. exist. <laughs> okay, well, like, but you get these like you know, you know it's like Obi-Wan that kind of so, like, that kind of a spinoff that would be awesome. Yeah, like you know more Darth Vader. Wait, we're get... talking about the the librarian spinoff? No, the, the oh Vader. I thought that's what you were getting at is a spinoff from no, the, the librarian, Vader. The, the Vader, Vader spinoff, like a day in the times of keeping the Jedi records. And we and I know a lot of people like rogue one because this reason is because of the darth vader sequence at the end like we got to see yeah his brutalness savage, we need, we need more of that that was awesome like we need more of that because like if we you know because we only get it only taste of darth vader in his backstory with you know when he was you know 
you know, all four limbs and stuff like that. But like, (laughs) (laughs) all four limbs, the story. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, when as he is as a Sith Lord, and like, you know, going through destroying the galaxy. You know, like he was the original choke slam master. (laughs) (laughs) That scene in Rogue One is actually legit scary too. Like, can you imagine being those people like handing this thing off that you fought so hard to get, and this guy's behind you like, like just throwing people against the ceiling? That could have been Rogue One right there only. And like that would have been like my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, but just like the comics, like they've they've done so much more stuff to it now. Now it's actually canon. Like, he's, but that's also another issue that's come arise is that kind of I see the problem with MCU sometimes is that like there's so much to contain within yeah. that universe. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a lot to take and consider. However, it's not as much as Star Wars canon because with the MCU, you only have the TV shows. Like a couple of comic tie-ins, then right. that, that's only like you know preluding to the movie coming out and the movies themselves. That's three things. But with Star Wars, you have comics, books, video games, television shows, and now movies. And you get all these together. That is a lot to do. And I think like what Kathleen Kennedy is like the supervising like producer she's the over supervisor that. of Lucasfilm, she, right? Yeah. So like she's kind of like the Kevin Feige of this franchise. So it's like yeah. you know. Um, like that's a lot to control instead of just you know only oh, that man. small segment. You know? That is such a slippery slope when you get down to handling all this extra Cause media. Like, yeah, because then you have people criticizing it and they'll be like, and they'll be well, like, you know, he didn't do that in the person? comic. You know, like like he wasn't in the comic, or whatever. And like, like, well, you know, oh, I know exactly what it was. So like, there was a novelization of Last Jedi that came out, and you know, in the movie, you know, Poe Dameron first meets uh, Ray, and he's like, like, oh yeah, I've heard about you and stuff. But apparently, in the novelization, they've already met before, so they're having to, like already, you know, say like, "Hey, this novelization is not canon." And it's like, you know, well, we're not going to read a book; we're only going to watch the movie. It's, see, that's the difficult thing. So it's <laughs> like, you know, what what do you consider canon now? So it's like a huge mess, and like we're only like in what like year year three. Out Honestly, of this. I and believe like, the books. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I'm so, oh, go ahead. But like, we're already in year three already, and like, this is already becoming a mess. And like, just imagine year 20, if we ever get that far. Like, you know, that's such, like, so much stuff to cover. Like, it's gonna be crazy. But I think the movies and the television series, live action, film, animation, those are what count and matter as if, canon. Yeah, like if you want like a little extra or whatever. The other can, stuff can be in the comic books and everything, but you know, do not try and integrate stuff from the extra material into the films that people are not going to know about. Unless well, it's the TV well, show. Let's, well, exactly. Well, let's face it, books haven't been canon in anything since the early 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, well, it's just been... Just the Phasma book's canon. The Tarkin <laughs> book is canon. But, yeah, the books, based, the novelizations of the films, I I kind of like to think of them as canon because they include little parts that weren't in the movie mm-hmm. that might have been in the screenplay but were cut out. Ooh, I didn't think about that. It's, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely could be because, like, you know... The, what the director's vision you know, that's all encompassing in the movie itself but there's also some things he may have thrown out right. whatever and like you know like hey let's just put that in the book you know I, I don't know if that's the case if things that were cut out of the script or screenplay were put in the books or whatever right but. exactly 
but I, I just I just find like it's gonna be a big mess that they're gonna have to cover their tracks with and stuff because like as soon as we keep on having more and more content there's more and more supervision eventually they're gonna they even to, have this for Bethesda like they have a lore master at Bethesda they're to have to keep control they keep their a, production Pablo Bible Hidalgo is the guy that does that for Lucas like, keep their production we, Bible up to date exactly He's one of the guys anyway so like you know are we just gonna have like you know one guy doing this whole thing are we gonna have like a whole team no, supervising a, it the whole time because like it's from story group because like i feel like that would be like i don't know like you got to be like the biggest star wars fan on earth to do that because i feel like that'd be really like a tiring job to do like you're like oh this wasn't canon (laughs) could you imagine getting paid to like keep track of star wars canon that would be awesome be such a great job it would be but like i feel like i get super stressed out though like they have a guy named he's the keeper of the holocron or whatever mm -hmm. he does he does that forget could you imagine putting that in your resume and it's like you're applying for a different job hi yeah i was uh, the keeper of the holocron I think his name might be Leland Che, but I might be totally, totally off about that. Yeah. But Pablo Hidalgo is one of the lead guys at the Lucasfilm Story Group who does that as well. Nice. Yeah, like I, I that that's cool. That they actually do have that because like if they didn't, if it was only in charge oh, of the yeah. producers, yeah, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> they have a. I I know this is going off topic a little bit. Hey, he said it. He said it. <laughs> but Halo, I know you guys. Oh, they're, it's dead already. <laughs> but no, Halo Five had that issue on a, a huge level. What continuity like, issue? An issue of having things that were in the extra material, the comics, the books, that were just thrown into this game yeah. that nobody knew about. Let's say you only played the games. You know what happens in the games. The storyline is relatively consistent. Right. This one tosses you into control of a new fire team of new Spartans that were mentioned in the stories of them are extrapolated on in the books and everything. But yeah. if you're only if you've only played the games, you're like, who are these people? Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, know. What? <laughs> Why? Who's Blue Team? Why is Chief <laughs> with Linda and Fred and what and Kelly? Why? Who are these people? What? You can't do that, and yeah. that, it confuses people. It confuses mm-hmm. people who are engaged with the act, like the games, the primary media, the primary driving media of franchises. Like that's games for Halo. Films are with Star Wars. Yep. You got to be very careful about that. Exactly. Um, there's actually one thing I definitely wanted to talk about on this episode, and I'm wondering how you guys are going to do this. So, I've, I've seen, you know, we, we've experienced Star Wars in our own way mm-hmm. you know, in a certain order. So, like, you know, we saw the original ones first, and then we saw, you know, the prequel trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy, obviously. So, I think all of us are planning on having children at some point. I think, and. Um, I'm I'm curious. How are you guys going to introduce Star Wars hmm. to that, or theoretically, like how would how would you do it? Because you know, there's different ways of approaching it. You know, you can go at it, you know, one angle or the other. You know, or there's like you know another way you can do it as well. You know, so I'm just I'm interested to see like you know what you guys would do per se. I'd probably go original trilogy first, uh, and the only reason why not just uh, I I think that. Anakin's story is that much more tragic when you know the outcome already. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where you you watch and you hope somehow he's going to change his mind even though at the back of your mind you're like no, he's he's Vader, he's destined to be Vader, it's going to happen. Right. And it makes I think the prequels a little more powerful. I agree. As a result. I, Especially Revenge of the Sith. That's my favorite scene probably in Star Wars is Vader or Anakin and uh, Obi Wan at the end there. Well, technically, yeah, he's Vader at that point. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you know, we it's 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 a highly memed 
moment for yeah. many different <laughs> reasons, but yeah, it's it's so good. I, I mm-hmm. and you know, it's just before he's getting his armor on and everything. Yeah, I, I'm I plan on doing um, the original trilogy and then the se- prequel and then the sequel. Um, however, there's one thing I'm gonna do, and I've seen this a bunch on the internet already. I'm going to film my kids' reaction to <laughs> the big spoiler. And like I want to see what is it? Uh, what know. spoiler? <laughs> I, Wait, come on, come on, <laughs> the big one, the big one. Yeah, Leah's Luke's sister. Leah is Luke's sister. <laughs> <That's>, what? <laughs> what? No, no. We're obviously talking about Vader being Luke's father. Aunt, <gasps> Aunt Peru gets killed. Aunt Peru. Is it Peru? Peru. Peru. Oh, man, I thought it was Peru. Not Peru. <laughs> Not that it matters anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I would have failed that trivia. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Aunt but, like, Peru. It's Aunt Peru. But, like, I've seen, like, I've seen these people oh, who have, I've seen these Luke. people who have filmed the reaction. Luke. There's, there's a, it means so much to him. There's, I meant to tell you Darth Vader is your father. <laughs> Also, I'm burnt to a crisp. Uncle Owen. <laughs> Baru, I told you not to tell him that. <laughs> so, like, the, I, I've seen, you know, the reactions of these kids who have obviously been blind to, you know, knowing that. And, they like, have it's. been blinded for it's, too long. <laughs> and, they it's will so, know the truth. Your arrogance blinds you, Master <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> but, like, I, me, oh. Anakin. I am a weak old man. Uh, but, like, I've seen. Save me, Anakin. I do me. I do me. What have I done? <laughs> you are fulfilling your destiny, Anakin. Rise. The force is strong <laughs> in you. I love how he pauses and he's like. We shall call you <gasps> Vader. Master Yoda, you survived. <laughs> Surprised, are you? I am the Senate. What was I talking about again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Once you get going, it's hard to forgot. stop. Like <laughs> about the kids seeing the reaction to. Luke. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, I got memed before I could actually talk about it. Sorry, uh, we were being really meme to you there. <laughs> so I, I like seeing all these reactions and stuff like that, and like that also got me thinking because these kids and you know to an extent some people adults who have never seen that spoiler before they're out there. They, I know there are, but I thought to myself, I'm like, there are dozens you know, of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'm like, you know, we, it, <laughs> I'm sorry, just the way you said that. Literally dozens. Dozens. <laughs> um, but like these people have obviously been blind when it comes to the like um, satire and like parodies of like that spoiler, because let's face it, that has been thrown all over the place when it comes to certain television it's shows and movies. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, how am I going to do this to, like, have that reaction? Because, like, I had to do some work. Like, I can't just, like, you know... I have to lay some... <laughs> to lay some groundwork here. Put in some work. Like, you're not going to watch Clear that until my we watch schedule. It. <laughs> it's like the scene in Titanic when he's drawing her. Don't look! <laughs> you're not old enough yet. Earmuffs. <laughs> A little old school reference there, <laughs> uh, but like I, 
I, I definitely want, I'll try my best to like, you know, have it, have them sing as early as possible, at least like being, you know, cognizant of it. Like yeah. they can actually being know what's going on. But, um, I definitely can't wait to see like how they're going to react. Like, <gasps> no way. That dude's his father. Like, no, no, Darth no. Vader is Luke's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. I actually think I actually think I was. That's what Owen Wilson said when he first found out. <laughs> wow! 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 That's Darth- amazing. <laughs> I never I saw th- that coming. <laughs> Man, did you know this? <laughs> wow! I ben actually, is in Ben's store. I- <laughs> we have to spell that out. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't think I had much of a reaction as a kid. I can't remember mine, honestly. I can't remember mine. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I was really phased by it. I think Me I was kind of like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, But I, I feel like with some people, though, their reactions are way like more intense. Like when I, when I see those kids, like their jaws drop, their eyes bite up. Like, what? I mean, hopefully it's not fake. But like, I, I, know. Feel, I feel like most of them aren't, though. Because like, kids it's are kind of them, hard to fake that. And you know it's, I mean? it's hard to like beat, it, beat them to the punch there, like in terms of them seeing that before it's spoiled for them. That's one of the most quoted and parodied lines in entertainment and also misquoted yeah i was just gonna say and misquoted you're absolutely right because you know most people think like like luke i am your father like like, no i am your father you know so it's like you know it's just funny how people like try to like i'm your father (laughs) well (laughs) 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 credits created by george meisen (laughs) was filmed in front of a live studio audience (laughs) no i wish i was uh, a person in the audience i wish (laughs) I wish I was a person in the audience during the initial screening, first ever, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. People, just that palpable, like, I am your, no, I'm your father. <sighs> like, the actual, literal reaction of the people yeah. who saw that well, without knowing. It's cool that you mentioned that, because I actually found recordings online of the original really? reaction of the Death Star being exploded back in 1977 someone took a, a a field recorder to an audience screening and they were able to record the audience we're watching star wars opening day having the uh death star blow up and like you can hear the excitement when you hear land um han like go through like all right get let's bust and get out of here whatever and like everyone's like screaming like he's back you know and then you see like boom we're like yeah it's like That's it's awesome. gone you know like and, i have never had a theater experience where that has anybody has said or done anything it that happens during the last jedi i, I when snoke got cut in half funnily enough nope. <laughs> i i've actually um had a lot of experiences like that but the best one i've seen though is the first Avengers movie. A lot of good reactions from the audience came from it, especially when Hulk was smashing Loki and like everybody was laughing in the theater. Like, you know, I couldn't hear him say puny oh, laughing, God or whatever. La- laughing's okay. Well, I like, mean, like no, actual like clapping, cheering, cheering or clapping. And stuff. Yeah, that's what, I haven't experienced that. That was at Avengers. I was so surprised. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Oh, never mind. I actually experienced that in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> People did that during For The Last reason. Jedi. I think that was yeah, cool. I did remember that. Like when the spaceship did the hyperdrive whatever through yeah. the star destroyer oh. that was awesome oh i had but that it totally ruins ruined. the naval battle <laughs> i had that experience ruined was when that that moment happened and the sound cuts out and i was like oh cool i had some kid in front of me that was like there's no sound uh what's wrong with the movie there's no sound it's a sound they changed it for the blu-ray they did they changed it they put like an airy atmosphere like oh they made like a 
No. <laughs> going to do it. But you got to be silent. That's, it was just like the, a spacey, like empty well, space sound. Well, and that's the thing just, is space would be silent anyway, wouldn't it? I mean, it, not yeah. isn't, that, isn't that what scientists have said? Is not that, in the Star Wars it, universe. Yeah. Because there's also fire. I mean, I get it. It's, going it's on not yeah, as fun. Like, it's not as sexy to have. You know, just <laughs> just like just just visuals of things I mean, getting shot up have been and if no the music. Death Star blew up and it was just yeah, like it's like nothing. It's like oh okay. Well, like, it, it wouldn't would, even blow up like that. Well, either. if they had no, like, just like yeah. collapse, basically, it would just kind of blow up and then just kind Blob of crack away. off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like yeah. <laughs> It's just like I, I, I feel like you know if we had you know a very scientifically accurate Star Wars, it wouldn't, it be, wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. Like it wouldn't be the Star Wars we know and love. It would just be like space battles would be very boring, and you know it would be very One stoic. Of my f- it's not realistic. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this has to do with what we're talking about, but for some reason I thought of it. Uh, and luckily, we're a show that specializes in going off topic except this episode except this episode where we're not supposed to do that uh it's in it's in name only (laughs) one of my favorite pictures favorite fan arts i've seen is actually a picture of darth vader going one-on-one with a xenomorph from alien and i just think oh that'd be so cool to see that would be cool like having him fend off a horde of xenomorphs would be so cool i don't know if he could fend off a horde a horde would be vader a lot Vader? He's already got broken legs. Dude, Vader's the chosen one. <laughs> <He's> got, <laughs> yeah. I got no legs. Man, Vader must have like a terrible vertical leap at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see how he jumps and... Like, if he's, like, going into, like, some ah. Sith draft, they're going to be like, okay, his, his vert's awesome, not good, his 40's not good. Remember but. that awesome kick flip that Luke did in Return of the Jedi when he kicked him down the <laughs> stairs? <laughs> ah. I forgot about that. I love that. <laughs> um, also, sister. Um, when, when I was talking about audience reactions, sister. too, there was another one I saw I thought was really cool. Um, the first Halloween movie that came out, people reacting to that one. Like, there's a at the end of the movie, you see Michael Myers, like, you know, throw out the window with stuff, and his body is in the lawn, everyone's screaming, whatever. And then, like, you know, it cuts to Jamie Lee Chris talking to the um, investigator, whatever. And then they look out the window again, it's like, hey, he's out, he's over there. The investigator looks out the window, his body's gone. You can hear some people now, it's like, oh, no way. <laughs> like, they're freaking like, oh, God. And you're like, you hear like a couple screaming people, whatever. So I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Like, we need more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, but at the same time, you know, it also could be affecting your experience, you know, kind of like, you know, missing lines, you know, and, you know, there's no sound. This you know, was, so it's like, <laughs> this wasn't videotaped or anything, but my aunt saw Jaws. Oh, and it yeah. was the scene when the head pops out of the poor <laughs> hall. And she said she yeah. stood up and screamed and put her hands up. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, I, I thought about this too. Like, people after like the 1980s, we've had more exposure to everything, you know, with like, you know, television, mm-hmm. the news, internet. Like, back then, people didn't really have that much exposure. So when they saw stuff, they were probably more expressive, you know, and like, you know, now it's kind of like we're more tame, I guess you could say, because we've seen it all. Like, oh, yeah, it, it's going to be a jump scare. We're trailers. Very, we're very desensitized. Very much so. Trailers kind of reveal stuff, too. Yep, yeah. that's why I went to Rogue One without trailers. I, I really kind of want to see the teaser, at least the teaser for Episode Nine. Nope, I'm going to wait. The I, teaser I want to for be... Force Awakens was phenomenal. They did it right. Wait. They did that one right. Mm-hmm. Because it alludes to like the old, you know, film. And it and stuff didn't like spoil that. anything. Yeah, it's got that whimsical Star Wars, you know, the flair dark to it. Side, you know, um, and the light. 
And of course, the the very iconic, duh, <laughs> like when oh, yeah. when Finn. Finn pops up in this, the frame. <laughs> Finn totally sweating. That with it's like Patrick's scene. face. Yeah, Patrick from SpongeBob <gasps> wearing Finn's armor. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Uh, is there any scene where Finn isn't sweating or <laughs> gasping for air? Yeah, because like when he was in the ship, you know, recovering right after episode seven, like he's sweaty and wetty. Like, <sighs> yeah, there's a meme that's like stress level Finn, and it's just a bunch of pictures of Finn throughout the series so far of him just like in a constant state of stress and panic. He's got a new hairstyle in episode nine. <laughs> it's a time jump, I think. Oh, re- oh, thank goodness! I like, know that's what they did with the original too. I like that. Yeah, it wasn't just like, directly. Exactly. Like, there was a, quite a few months, you know, spread apart from, I think, from episode four to episode five. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a very, you know, spacious gap, you know. Echo spacious. three to Echo seven. <laughs> These puns are delicious. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I definitely want it to be, like, a much bigger gap for sure. You know, like, I want to, like, you know have some time pass and have these characters develop more and, and stuff. Then th- learn what's happened mm-hmm. or kind of see where they are now. Yeah. Show, don't tell. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we've talked, you know, as much as we could about Star Wars, but is there any other final thoughts you'd like to discuss before we head out here? Like, you know, anything you want to rant about or, you know, <laughs> geek out about? Han shot first. Yes. Uh, Bar none. You'll like a scene in Solo oh, if you yeah. like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's at the end. It's it's perfect. Like, I, I, I don't want to spoil it. It's actually really funny. Um, but, like, there, there are there are moments in solo like it they are very enjoyable like as a movie itself I, I i would give it a shot like it it is good but like you know just going in with an open mind low expect because i went in with low expectations and i turned out to like it a lot so it's you know just give it a shot you know rogue one is rogue one so <laughs> rogue one is rogue one yep they went rogue <laughs> <laughs> the end <laughs> it was the rogue one of the group <laughs> all right <laughs> I just want to say one thing. What you and got? One thing only. Not what? one thing only. But then that's killing Nazis. <laughs> <sighs> this has to do with episode nine, and it ties in with the parallelism with the the thing. Mm-hmm. It's rumored there's going to be a scene with Rada the Hut. Rada the Hut. Hot Jabba's son. Rada the Hut. Okay. And that Finn and Poe. That, that should be the Poe. They're going to be. They're they're going to be. Re- they're almost going to be allies Wait, of the resistance. Are you talking about that baby hut yes. in the Clone Wars movie? Yes. Okay, you know what? That it's should, canon. No, that, see, that should make every person out there who's single feel good about themselves. <laughs> Even Jabba the Hutt could have a kid. <laughs> You're going to be okay. You're going hey, to be Jabba okay. Hey, if Jabba can have a kid, and just to wrap it up, it could tie in with the parallel with being the final film. Or Jabba's asexual. Or that. Or he have to just, go on a bad note. We're gave, going on a good note. He just gave Rada to himself. But no, it would tie in and have that parallelism with Jabba in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. And have him, know, trying to, have him be good instead of bad. Yeah. Except like, they're trying to ally with the resistance instead of... I still want R2-D2 to serve drinks, though, in Episode Nine. <laughs> yeah, we don't see a lot of him. Yeah, come on. Give me... give me. Oh, well, I mean... He was know, barely in either of them. Uh, Kenny... Uh, What's oh, his, that's, that's he did true. pass Kenny away. Baker did yeah. pass away. That is very sad. You know, I actually met him. That's cool. Yeah. I think you told me about that once. I was I was 
five and my parents and I, we went to a Comic-Con in Detroit and he was there and I don't actually remember meeting him, but my parents did say that, you know, like I was basically a little taller than him <laughs> and like, you know, I, he just, he seemed like a really chill guy from what they've sensed about that. But, you know, it was just really, really fun guy. That's awesome that your parents took you to a Comic-Con when you were that was the And that was the only one because they were very, it's like nerd culture at the time back then was so different. Like, you know, they didn't like understand it really. Like mm-hmm. there was stuff that like people liked with it, but like the community itself, like they didn't really like understand that. So like, yeah, we're not coming back here mm-hmm. <laughs> until like now nerd culture is like such a huge thing. Now it's so monetized now, like everyone knows about it. So like going to comic cons and stuff like that, like my parents have a better view of it now. So I'm like, Oh yeah, that's fun. Like have them all, you know, like geek out like all in this one convention and stuff like that you know so like get to meet all these people but back then it was like a kind of a different thing it was kind of like you know closed niche group but now it's kind of it wasn't as big right so i just think it's kind of cool like you know even back then i was kind of like they were kind of still doing that in a sense but just kind of like in a little more tame way i guess but but uh that's all we have for uh staying on topic not going Hmm. off topic for today folks and uh have a good one may the force be with you always Da, da, da. Da, na, 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 na. Broom boy, <laughs> broom boy needs to show up first. <laughs>